Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. It is Wednesday, September 30th, and we are on to episode 15. I know we've been away for a few weeks. We're sorry to all our loyal listeners. I know you were hiding in your basements waiting for this new episode. I apologize profusely. Blame Aris Tejeda. Aris, how are you? Wow. <laughs> me under the bus. Yeah. Just, I did not see those that, that truck coming in. <laughs> Uh, no, it, up, it, back it up right now. <laughs> I think it's your fault we haven't recorded. I'm gonna put it on you. It's partially my fault. It I did is. have some uh, some business of a Probably personal nature. Your fault. So thank you everyone for letting me take care of that. I do apologize, but it is what it is. Well, it does feel like we haven't recorded in just about ten years. I don't really feels that way. I haven't seen you guys in a while. It's good to be back. Yeah. How you doing? Um, you know what, man? I'm fair to middling. I'm more middling. Colbert, how are we yeah. doing? Yeah, doing all right. Doing all right. Feels good to be back. It's been you've a been, while since I've been recorded. Yeah, you've been gone for an extra long time. Yeah, work schedule and all that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I adjusted that, so I'm back. Bitches. Keep, keeping up on the social media. We like it. Yeah. And Thanks. Victor Moyo. Victor, how are you? I'm super good, man. I'm glad to be back. Your notes right now are <laughs> a, maybe a, about the same length as, like, War and Peace. <laughs> the first edition. <laughs> yeah, these, are, these are just a, a few a few notes here and there for our, our uh, episode tonight. Those mm-hmm. are not no damn notes. I'll tell you that right now. That is beyond copious. Like that. <laughs> you wrote a, you wrote what can be adequately described as a dissertation for today's episode. It's a damn syllabus. Well, it's a uh, you know. You got, you got to be prepared. You know, it's if better was, to, it's better to be over over prepared than under prepared. That is true. If you was using that for a test. The teacher would take that away immediately. <laughs> oh, you get one page for notes and you just scribble everything in to squeeze it in. If yep. you're using that for a test, I would copy those pages <laughs> off of you and cheat my ass off. Yeah, you would. You would, actually. I would cheat so Except hard. Except for the Patriot fans. <laughs> so right. True. I, I mean, uh, I cheated my way through Italian, too. But then I got into Italian three honors and I was in trouble. I couldn't cheat anymore. The person left. Lie? Yeah. yeah. Cheat? Yep. Steal. Right. Oh, right. Okay. The three tenets. And then when you get to Italian Three Honors and the person you used to cheat off moved away, oh, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> you just find someone new to cheat off of. It's a great circle of life. Right. Why not just study legitimately and learn something? Who's going to talk about that, bro? Come on, bro. Who needs to learn languages? My phone will translate for me. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Exactly. Man. We came up If I were heiress, I would have just taken Spanish. <laughs> I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> I took Spanish. The ignorance is strong in this episode tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for the uh, copious amounts of dumbness that I have to put up with. Hey, Carbert, what does copious mean? Fucking hell. Fuck, it's, man. It's, you both use it. It's like uh, in the Hunger Games. You hey, know Siri. They get let loose yeah. uh, to go get the weapons. Yep. I believe they go to the copious. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah. Oh, wow. I read that book. No. Right. No? No. What? That's it's not, not. It's not a place where you store war weapons. No. What? Of death. No. For teenagers. No, that's not what it means. What? I am flabbergasted. <laughs> Copious me. You know, get, get a fucking dictionary. Yo, he, he, he went T. He went full T. I on you. Hey Siri, what does copious mean? She probably wouldn't even get it right. She sucks. By the way, I, I actually <laughs> wow. I finally. I'll get to hey, that. Hey Siri, what does copious mean? Abundant in supply or quantity. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you badmouth Siri, you bastard. Fifth member of the you show. Right. You need a goddamn app just to define words, man. Siri's not an app, bro. 
What is it? It's an, it's a service. It's an assistant. Same de- same thing. Who cares? It's if a she smartphone was app. My personal assistant, I would fire her <laughs> because she's terrible. Ask Siri what does zero divided by zero means. You definitely fire. I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a few weeks. A fun thing to Whoa. do, listeners. Also, ask her uh, what does the fox say. But ask it in the way that dude on the song asks it. I will not be doing that. Do I it. will do that. Do it at some point. Listeners, okay. do it. Sure. Yeah. You know who taught me that? Rob Fox. Rob Fox. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest man I know. Victor, what you been up to? I know it's been a few weeks since you've been away. I'm sure you've seen a few movies, visited a few libraries, read a few books, read yeah. a few notes. Give me the state of the local <laughs> library industry, please. Nap time. <laughs> I haven't been to the library in over a month. What? what? But That's I am why those old book sales going on. They closed down. Damn. <laughs> but I am going back tomorrow. I did oh, put a Blu-ray God. on reserve, so I got to pick that up. That's right. They had Blu-rays. I forgot about that. Yeah. Damn, libraries came. Up. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I watched a few movies since our last episode. Uh, watched a couple in theaters. I watched Black Mass with Johnny Depp. Oh, nice. Yeah, which was actually a very good, very good crime procedural. It's the true story of uh, James J. Whitey Bulger. One of the most notorious criminals in American history. So notorious that he, at one point, he was on the FBI's uh, top 10 most wanted list at number one. And uh, this is about the story about his... Um, yeah, go Boston! Yeah, that too. It's about his, uh, his rise to infamy in the uh, Boston crime scene. You know, And uh, Johnny Depp did a tremendous job, even though it's another role in which he's under five pounds of makeup. This time, it's actually towards a legitimately good performance because... You know, we're all, we're all tired of the uh, Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow uh, train, which he's been on, you know, yeah. with uh, with outlandish makeup, outlandish characters, and shitty movies. This time, this is he, he, this is him back on the right track. Also, uh, Joel Edgerton is in it. He was really good as the uh, FBI agent who was uh, corrupt and helped Whitey Bulger out and, you know, with his uh, setup, with his uh, dealings and all that. Uh, the film was directed by Scott Cooper, who also directed, directed the, the Oscar-winning film Crazy Heart with uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's a good movie. Yep, yep, and uh, also the underrated film Out of the Furnace with Christian Bale. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, I also watched Everest, which was meh. I which uh, which I'm sad to say. Um, Did you watch it in IMAX? Nah, I didn't. Oh, there you go. It's probably your problem. Well, even if it was in IMAX, I mean, the cinematography I thought was a little overrated by critics. It was serviceable. I mean, there were some. There were a handful of pretty good, gorgeous-looking shots, but as a whole, I thought, eh, you know, it's not something that you know really rocks my socks. But, uh, but, but, but the film, but the film was uh, based on the uh, 1996 uh, tragedy, which took place um, on in the Mount Everest, where there's a group of climbers. Uh, a lot of them died. Only a few of them survived, but you know they had a good premise. But the film had a bunch, you know, lots of thin characterization. You know, not enough, not enough meat on the bone in that department. Mm-hmm. And uh, the and the, the many scenes of which they're on the mountain, you th- you would think they would be thrilling, but they weren't thrilling enough. Huh. Yeah, I I, I I I found myself you know nodding off you know, from time to time. I was like, wow, this movie's really not engaging. Have you ever fallen asleep during a movie? I haven't fallen asleep in a movie. Like I've, I've fought to stay. I've, That's bad. I've fought to stay awake. The movie could movies. use a superhero or two. <laughs> it could have. It, it could have. You know, even though it was based on a true story, and reportedly the, one of the survivors says that the movie was full of shit. Wow. I could kind of see why. They kind of always say that when there's a movie but, based on a true story. But they didn't get no money. That's why. You should have just walked out, Vic. Nah, I, don't, I usually don't walk out of movies. I I usually stay to the bitter end. Eh, yeah, me but, too. Uh, I don't, yeah. 
but yeah, but yeah, that's the movie I wouldn't recommend seeing. Hmm. Um, but there was one, but there's one movie that I really, I highly recommend checking out. It's an excellent documentary, which you can order uh, the you can order the Blu-ray or DVD off Netflix. It's called Citizen Four, and that movie that's an outstanding documentary. That's actually this year's Oscar winner for best documentary feature. Yeah, and it's the uh, documentary directed by Laura Poitras, and it's uh, about Edward Snowden, who uh, who famously yeah. uh, revealed uh, dis- revealed to the public uh, the NSA's um, NSA's uh, you know ethics surveillance ethic, surveillance sur- surveillance. Yeah. Uh, Eth- ethically dubious surveillance uh, methods. Uh, basically, all of our information, our our cell, fo- our our phone calls, our emails, our you know dick pics on Snapchat. You know, they're all co- no, no, no. It deletes within ten seconds. Trust me. They're all, they're all they're all they're all collected, collated, and quantified by the NSA. Mm-hmm. Your phone Red calls. Favre is on the NSA's <laughs> radar so hard. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know your. Your, your, your phone calls, your duration, where you call, who you make calls to, all co- all collected and quantified, all in the name of so-called national security. Good thing I hate talking on the phone Yeah, to and, terrorists. But you love mm-hmm. texting, so that's actually worse. Yeah, no, te- I text terrorists. I call not terrorists. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. Exactly. There's a paper tray with text, yeah. bro. And now, and now it's on the record. Mm-hmm. Victor made me do it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that's an excellent documentary because you get to see uh, Edward Snowden. You see like uh, him talking with uh, Glenn Greenwald, who um, who was one of the journalists who broke the story back in June 2013. You see Edward Snowden, you know, kind of uh, you know psych himself up to reveal you know the information to the public and make mm-hmm. make his identity known. And what's great about the documentary is that um, you kind of see where he raises a lot of a lot of excellent questions about you know the NSA surveillance uh, surveillance uh, policies right now and and how disturbingly how a lot of people like 46% of people in this country don't give a shit about the issue one way or another and the fact is the NSA has extreme overreach mm-hmm. that where all of us are basically could be viewed as terrorists or suspects and for for whatever reason and 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 the film is it's it's, it's completely necessary viewing i highly recommend checking it out cuz it raises a lot of really disturbing questions and and also, I, to that note, I recommend uh, checking out Edward Snowden's interview with um, Neil deGrasse Tyson off, 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 off of his uh, show Star Talk, mm-hmm. which, uh, which was um, broadcast just last week. You can actually listen to it on iTunes, which has a, it's a two-part interview, and it's, a, it's really enlightening stuff. So I recommend checking that out as well. I've never actually heard Edward Snowden's voice of all the interviews he's done. Does he sound like a wiener? <laughs> it just sounds like an average dude. Oh, okay. We're not podcasting propaganda, I promise, in case anyone's listening. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. St- st- stand your ground. And I say, you want to come after us? Come after us. We got nothing to hide. Fuck and y'all. No, fuck NSA. that. You'll come after Victor. Right. Go after Victor. That was Victor. I'm the white one. So <laughs> just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. This is an NSA. I have, I have a daughter. <laughs> Do not come after me. I don't have any children in the closet. There's just a bunch of pizza boxes, I swear to God. Listen, Empty man, pizza boxes. I will hand over my phone as soon as you <laughs> I'm not See? Tom Brady. See? I'll hand that shit over right now. You just got a new phone, so you got to hand an old one, too. Damn. Oh. Uh, no, it was destroyed. Started. Yeah, it was discarded. God, it was it. discarded. <laughs> See, I told my assistant to destroy it. Yep, and Arya took it and smashed it against the wall. <laughs> See that right? That right there, man. That just gives the NSA more power. If you act like you, if you have to walk, if you have to conduct your life as if you're walking around on eggshells, mm. then they can walk all over you. you Listen, know? if they want to see me sitting on my couch in my underwear eating bonbons, be my guest. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Vic, I've got nothing to hide. 
Mm -hmm. If you are afraid that the NSA is going to get into your phone and see your farm gangbang videos, <laughs> not, that's on you. That's we on will not you. protect you. We can't, we can't keep protecting you any longer. Yeah, you are your own bro. I don't have any. Like, if they interview me, I'm going to be like, man, I always thought that dude looked at sheep real weird. <laughs> now, now, wait, wait. I don't have any sheep videos, okay? Let's, 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 let's get that clear. Okay. So there are videos. <laughs> Victor would always tell me he loves the pork. It was a little bit too enthusiastic, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Oink, oink, y'all. <laughs> he was on time on the papers. <laughs> hey, who doesn't love pork? <laughs> he would always bob his eyebrows when he said that. I never understood it, NSA. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but yeah, it's an excellent documentary. Citizen 4, check it out. You got it. Does the title have a meaning? Uh, that was his uh, alias. His oh, okay. alias. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. Mine was uh, be Lil Mosey 102. <laughs> <laughs> At least that was my first AIM screen name. <laughs> seventh grade, what's up? What's up? Uh, I think I was in seventh grade when I made that. How old are you? <laughs> I am 27. Oh. Yeah. I think I was seventh grade. Yeah, that's young dude. Sounds about right. I yep. still remember the dial up. Why not? I was there for that. Cool. There we go. Nice. Oh, trust me, I remember. I still dream about it sometimes. We had a second phone line because we're a very affluent family. Scarberg, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? You've been gone for a few weeks. Uh, mainly, mainly working. Uh, DJed a couple of gigs. Uh, one of them was my cousin's wedding, so congratulations to them. Uh, and uh, besides, you know, up constantly, you know, working on our Instagram and our Twitters and our Facebook. I've done done some type of read, some some reading. Um, I just finished uh, X Men: Curse of the Mutants. It was written by Victor Gishler. Yeah, I said it right. And um, it's basically about the story. Um, the X Men they were in uh, San Francisco, and the son of Dracula, Lord Zaris, like just he just puts a bomb out. A bomb just goes off, and Jubilee, who no longer has powers, she ends up getting infected. With a vampire virus, virus goes to Lord Zaris, gets bitten, and then she f becomes full blown vampire. Mm -hmm. And then it's just basically in the X Men team up with Blade, nice, and resurrect Dracula himself because he was killed off previously, and basically just to save her in a very clever way, I must say. But it's a definitely a good read. I thought Alucard was the son of Dracula. Yeah, he is. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. According to this book, Lord Cyrus <laughs> I love Castlevania. Symphony of the Night, by the way. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. It's good to see. Is that a newer X-Men? Uh, it was published... Because I know you read all that stuff. They're saying, like, oh, Marvel's trying to downplay the X-Men because they don't have the movie rights, so they're not doing, like, big new stuff. And now the Inhumans um, are, like, the new X-Men kind of thing. So. Yeah. It's a little tricky, a little tricky. A very slippery slope there. 2011? Oh, yeah, so that's fairly new. Yeah. That was kind of right before the movie. But no, 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 the Marvel is another big thing, but that's cool. Yeah, um, also, for, I, I jumped onto the Saga bandwagon. Uh, yeah, and, yeah Saga. Listen, listen. I just finished volume one. I'm like, God damn, I'm feeling right now. I need my <laughs> and uh, just been catching up on some shows. Whenever I get the chance to, um, Bastard Executioner just started on FX. Um, 
just finished like the first two episodes. Uh, my girl Cookie's back on Empire. I'm missing a few. <laughs> gonna be missing a few minutes of that. Tell me about that bastard executioner, man. What is that? I've it's been, based, the commercials. A yeah, crazy. it's uh, it takes place back in like middle in um. Oh yeah, it's the guy that did um something. Yeah, Kurt yeah. Sutter. He um. Yeah. It takes but it takes place back in Wales and like in the middle in the medieval times and it's about a soldier who was just like who was just traumatized by the horrors of war and he said, I say I am not picking up my sword anymore, no more violence and then he sees his wife and child get an unborn child get brutally murdered and he just goes crazy and then he he executes. Yeah, he executes. <laughs> Cleanly, too. Like, yeah, that'll, that'll drive a dude to murder. Yeah? Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to check that out. I didn't realize it was still... I, I, it's crazy, because now like the season premieres are all happening, so everything's all happening at once. Yeah, yeah it is. It's kind of hard. Thank God for Netflix and... Well, for Hulu. Um, yeah. Let me see. Empire just started. Um, yeah, Empire. Oh, you're actually a fan of the show? Yes. Oh, cool. I've yeah. seen the entire first season and the first episode, Carl. All right. Oh, the second season, I should say. The one episode of the second season? That would be the one. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't bad. Kind of hard to... It very impressive, honestly. I was not impressed by that episode I, at all. It was kind of hard to grasp Chris Rock as a serious evil villain. Yeah, yeah. that was weird. That's weird. It was just weird. I'm just like... Chris Rock pouting for an hour. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, that's I'm, ready to, I'm ready to laugh. I'm ready to laugh. But there's, there's going to be some, I'm looking forward to what they have. A lot of, like, big name artists, like, jumped on just to be on the show this season. So I'm looking forward to that. Then, of course, my real husbands of Hollywood. You know, those cam, them cameos where you get, they get me. They get me. Um, the league, the final season of the league started. So, um... I'm, they're already a few episodes deep, and still pretty. They're still pretty good. Did you see what the comedian said? Did yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin, Kevin. Arthur. What the Kevin. hell, Kevin? Yeah, he really lied about being <laughs> escaping nine eleven to become an actor. And yeah, that shit was wild. He said yeah. he was in the tower. Buff- and yeah. he like escaped and after the first. He bunked and he admitted it. Yeah, but he lied. Yeah. Huh. Years later. What a sack of crap that guy yeah, is. What a douche. People, yeah. people. Are th- they're so weird. People just huh. so weird. Like all I did was steal a flask. This guy's freaking terrible. God, so weird. <laughs> so weird. I can't, Buffalo, I can't Wild, like, Buffalo Wild Wings dropped them. Did they really? They dropped. They, they dropped just them. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. That's that's a fine call. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> that is so crazy. That is so crazy. It is. Um, Narcos. I started watching. Um, Narcos seems pretty good. Based on it's a drama based on like. Everything going on with Pablo Escobar and the Medellin cartel. Did I say it right? Medellin? No, Medellin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my Spanish is horrible. And um, on WWE Network, I really got into Legends of JB... Legends yeah, of did you watch Eric Bischoff? That was really that good. That was good. Both was good. episodes were really good. Yeah. Like, I heard the story many times. Yeah. But it was still good to get, like... A deeper perspective. Yeah, I used to really dislike Eric Bischoff, but then listening to him on Stone Cold's podcast and then this JBL interview, I've grown to like him a little bit more because he was just fighting the executive battles the entire time. And then yeah. that the and it's interesting because JBL is a legitimate businessman. Yeah. And when he was talking about like the merger of Time Warner and AOL, he's like it was the worst merger in the history of business. And you know he's legit because you know what he's talking about. Yeah. And that was part. And it wasn't WCW is still the highest rated show. He looked legit like stock broker, uh, yeah, business guy, yeah, like yeah, Wall yeah. Street fat cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and 
WCW is still the highest rated show on TNT. It's just that when they did the merger, they Time Warner just wanted nothing to do with wrestling. So that's why it got canceled. And they sold it for peanuts when they could have sold it for a lot more. It was, it's a very str- yeah. There's a book, The Rise and Fall of WCW, that's really good. Yeah. And it really goes into detail on that stuff. But yeah, Eric Bischoff. And I want to try his beer too. That's me too, me. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a beer? Yeah, but yeah. it's only sold in like Wyoming and huh. the Midwest and stuff like that. We're going to get that shit through with ours. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. we're going to ask. Mm-hmm. Cool. See football Sunday, so and that's pretty, and that's just pretty much what it, what I've been up to. So I've been trying to keep busy. Nice, and all that. It's been a few weeks. I'm I'm actually looking for. Uh, I've been watching this video. It's really hilarious. It's Billy on the Street. Uh, Angela recommended it to me. That's I, I was I didn't realize the sound was gonna start playing. <laughs> and I was trying to look it up what it was, but it's a show on Fuse, and it's just really hilarious. I recommend looking it up because it, it made me think of it. Um, it's like really, yeah, really funny sketches. I can send you a few, a few videos, but they're really hilarious. Eris, nice. have you been watch? Have you started watching any hilarious videos, but based off of recommendations? No. Have you done anything in the past week and a half, two weeks, three weeks? I've done plenty. Nothing. Some of it not so great. <laughs> no, so nothing. I'm no. not. I'm not going to bore you with those details. Right. But. Uh, I did watch a couple of uh, interesting things, the first of which is uh, Maggie, starring mm. ye old Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that was the zombie one, right? That would be the one. Yeah, we talked about that a few weeks ago. And his zombie daughter, Abigail Breslin, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Maggie. Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting movie. It's got a very somber tone. To it. it, it's yep. less about it's less Walking Dead and more The Road actually, but less depressing if you can believe your fucking daughter turning into a zombie. Less depressing than anything ever. Huh. The Road is that. Governor. <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, so Arnold plays a farmer in Midwest America uh, after a mysterious outbreak that uh, turns people into zombies slowly. And uh, what I thought was cool about that movie, um, besides uh, our, like the actual story of the family, Arnold. Arnold's actually a pretty good actor in this movie, which surprised me. I know that he got a lot of praise for it. That's kind of why I checked it out. Um, but instead of going the, oh, hey, zombie outbreak, it's the apocalypse, everything went to hell, and the whole world and infrastructure is now destroyed. It's it's a world where it took its toll but did not destroy everything, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So this is the, the story takes place in the aftermath. Yep. And the outbreak is under control now. Oh. And there's like quarantine zones mm-hmm. and there's testing procedures and they have it down to like uh, where, where they know the timetable of when people are, you know, from when they're bit to how severe it is to when they're going to fully change and all of the symptoms in between and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, in certain special cases, they actually let the infected go home so they can live out their last days with their families. Uh, and that's what happens with uh, Maggie, who uh, left for reasons unknown. Now, has, have any of you seen this movie? Nope. nope. Okay, Victor has now. Uh, I don't know if I missed this, but I, I, I didn't feel it was properly explained why she left home to go to the city. Like, she left the farm and it's just like, it's vaguely kind of mentioned like, oh, I went to the city, Dad. And then you got friggin' bit, you idiot. Why would you go to leave your house in the, during the zombie apocalypse if you're a teenage girl on your own. 
Yeah, I think if I remember, like, I guess, like, she had, like, some kind of argument with her, with her folks, and that's why she just left. Ugh. Either that or she was, like, looking for supplies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it, that was not very well communicated. Yeah. Um, so, she goes to the city, she gets bit, and then badass old farmer Arnold spends, like, I think they said two weeks mm-hmm. out in the wilds, like, searching for her until she just gets captured by, like, you know, militia or whatever, and gets taken to a quarantine zone, and that's where the movie starts, where he goes there and gets her and talks to the doctor, and he's given kind of like the lowdown on what's going to happen with her mm-hmm. uh, until she turns into a zombie, and then they let her out because they have like some government doctor connects, mm-hmm. um, so she gets to go home while everybody else in the quarantine zone uh, gets screwed, because apparently they're treated like freaking internment camps. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, what's interesting, what I, what I found interesting was the family dynamic, uh, in the movie where, uh, as Victor kind of alluded to earlier, um, she's got, uh, so Arnold, um, is a widower and he remarried, uh, a, a new wife, um, played by, uh, Joely Richardson and, uh, her and, um, Arnold's daughter from his previous marriage do not get along. So it's kind of like in a strange situation where first off they don't get along and then the Arnold's wife is also super creeped out by the fact that this chicken tur- is turning into a zombie before their eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> with good reason. Yep. Like I'm sitting here sympathizing with this character the entire movie. I'm like, hell yeah, I'd be packing a knife everywhere in my damn house <laughs> if I had a half zombie in there. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can also see it from Arnold's perspective because I also have a daughter. So damn right I'm going to bring her home and love her until she turns to a zombie. I mean, you wouldn't just, like, chain her out in the shed out back, you know, throw a little plate of food. No, that's back. terrible. I mean, you, you know, you, you, you got to take into account the welfare and, you know, and, and well-being of your other, you know, non-zombie. Uh, She's dead anyway, so just, yeah. damn it, just, just kill her up. Listen, I'm just saying I could I, I could sympathize with the man. It's all, is all I'm saying, okay? Fair enough. Now, if it was myself who was turning into a zombie, I'd want to be off. Just get it over with. Mm. Done. I wouldn't want to be sitting here freaking out about becoming a zombie slowly. That would suck. Yeah. Um, but Arnold is obviously of another opinion. So, um, you know, tensions uh, go get sky high, they skyrocket, certain things happen. There's some cool scenes where um, kind of you get to see uh, the kind of the various scenarios that could possibly happen with the situation where you see what has happened to other people like at one point um they're kind of walking through the woods close to their house and they just run up on this zombie dad and his young daughter like this little five-year-old who's a zombie now Mm -hmm. and it's apparently uh the same situation where the little girl got infected and the parents decided to not tell anyone and keep her locked up and basically the dad got infected too the mom just locked him in a room until they managed to get out somehow mm. and uh arnold was forced to kill both of them yeah which uh yeah that's pretty messed up yeah i mean hey, it's harsh times you guys you do what you gotta yeah yeah, yeah i mean hey that little five-year-old is no longer a human being yeah I mean, I mean, it kind of makes you wonder, like, if you were in Arnold's position, would you have, you know, the gumption to pull the trigger yourself? He makes the difficult decisions in that movie. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, I recommend watching it. it it's uh, again, it's a somber movie. Um, mm. It's not something that you want to watch for a pick me up, certainly. Mm. Um, but I, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, Arnold did a, a pretty terrific job. I can see why he's getting a lot of buzz for that role. He actually did a pretty good job, even though a lot of the movie is sort of super, super tight close-ups of Arnold scowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an actor now. <laughs> Again. Gets look, look at me, moot. <laughs> Think Oscar. Think Oscar. <laughs> I highly doubt he will be nominated, but yeah. hey, he did a nice job. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, indeed, man. Yeah, it's a terrific film. Definitely check it out. I you agree. Find it in your local red box. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the other movie that I checked out was uh, the Entourage movie. Oh. oh. I am a uh, big fan of Entourage, the television program. Uh, I watched the uh, entire show from beginning to end and everything. Um, and uh, the, the, they, they recently shot uh, that movie to kind of put a cap on the entire experience. And I actually enjoyed it. It was obviously a completely you know different change of pace from Maggie, this is a real bro dude <laughs> kind of movie. It's a comedy. And it's, uh, it, it's like a super long episode of Entourage, basically. Like, the whole gang's back together. And it's sort of... <laughs> so basically, like, within the first five minutes, they just undo everything that happened in the finale. And everything just becomes a status quo again, which is hilarious. <laughs> just where all those characters ended. You know, like, it was some life-changing stuff. And literally within five minutes, they're like, You back, bro? I'm back, bro. Let's do it, bro. <laughs> that's that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like, have, have you have you seen the show, Carl? No, I have not. You should. It's a really good show. So, for those that don't know, Entourage is the story. It, it's, it's loosely based on Mark Wahlberg's... Uh, journey to Hollywood sort of he's a he's a producer of the show and the movie um so it's, it's loosely based on some of his experiences uh but basically it stars uh Adrian Jim. Grenier as Vinny Chase um Kevin Jim. Connolly as uh, Eric who is his best friend slash manager mm-hmm. slash agent oh actually no I'm sorry uh he's not his agent Ari Gold played by Jeremy Piven, who's my favorite character of the show, uh, is, is his agent. Uh, his brother, Ke- uh, Johnny Drama, played by Kevin Dillon. Johnny Drama's awesome. Uh, and Turtle, played by Jeremy Ferrara. Um, and those guys all have really, really good chemistry. Uh, they did on the show, they did in the movie. Uh, it's a really good uh, cast, um, and they, they just kind of play really well off each other. Um, you know, Jeremy Piven is Jeremy Piven. If you've ever seen Jeremy Piven in anything, it's just the... He plays the same guy in everything. Mm, kind of does. Literally everything. He's yeah. Ari Gold in every movie, which is hilarious. I'm just like... When I realized that, it was around... Uh, what was that? Well, what was that action movie he did that was... The, he was in that was pretty good. It was in Vegas. Oh, man. Uh, Alicia Keys was in it. Oh, smoking oh, smoking aces. aces. Smoking aces. Yeah. That's the one. Jeremy Piven was in that. And it was around that time because I used to watch Entourage. That came out, and I'm just like, that's just Ari Gold. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's that, that dude doing here? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, like, basically, so Vinny Chase is like the super popular 
ultra successful Hollywood actor. He's he's the one who makes the big budget, you know, tentpole action movies. Gets twenty mil a year and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, his brother Johnny Drama is uh, the the oldest son in the family, and he is a failed actor, and <laughs> which is hilarious because obviously he's got to deal with the fact that his brother is you know a ultra successful uh, you know movie star, and he is basically like always just and casting calls for like crap roles <laughs> and still doesn't get him. Damn. <laughs> and uh, Turtle is like the best friend of everyone and the driver and stuff like that. Uh, and E is sort of the conscience of the group. He's sort of like the most well-adjusted guy, but still pretty fucked up at the same time. And like I said, they all just play really, really pretty well off each other. So basically the movie starts with uh, Vinny Chase, who had recently gotten married. Just The movie just kicks off with him getting a divorce and partying on a, j- a yacht with mm-hmm. a bunch of chicks. And uh, basically the whole crew like gets out there on a jet speeder or whatever, and they j- just start partying. They're like, hey man, you just got divorced. Like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I want to go make movies. Okay. And so, so he takes on his first directing role, um, and Ari Gold, who had gone into a semi-retirement at the end of the show, just hops right back into work, and he he actually became this uh, the head of a movie studio at the end of the show. Um, so he actually ends up giving um, Vinny. Uh, he becomes he get, he lets him become the director of the movie, um, which is a big controversy and stuff like that. And the movie just ends up taking off from there. Um, and you know they get it. Hilarity ensues. There's plenty of partying, sex, and you know just overall craziness. Uh, if you've seen the trailers for the movie, they show like they have a bunch of uh, stars in it, a bunch of celebrities, and. They basically make like a one second cameo each. So like <laughs> Rob Gronkowski's in it, and he just yells some shit at a party um, for for a couple of seconds. Tom Brady literally is on screen for a second, and he goes, "What? That's it." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a fun movie. Yeah. I really really enjoyed it. So um, definitely recommend you guys check it out if you haven't seen the show. Check that out too. It's just a good you know half hour uh, rated R popcorn fun. It's a really really cool little TV show. Oh cool. That's <clears> what's <throat> up? You know, fun. Picked you up from Maggie to actually <clears throat> sound depressing. It is depressing. It absolutely is depressing. Is <laughs> I mean the Entourage movie uh, is a nice pick me up from that. Yeah. Good good. Yeah. Yeah. Fun for the whole family as they say. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, speaking of movies, uh, let's get into the meat of, of tonight's episode. We're going to talk about uh, the fall movie preview. All the movies, all the movies that kind of caught our interest for the rest of the year. And uh, there's definitely a plenty, plenty of uh, good stuff that we're looking forward to. Uh, let's begin with uh, well, 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 some of the recent stuff that just played. Actually, there was one movie I did, I did neglect to mention that I did see. Like that's on the that's on the list of the fall movie preview. I did catch M Night Shyamalan's latest movie, The Visit. You watched something by M Night and whatever his name is. M Night Shyamalan. Yes, I I watched M Night Shyamalan's The Visit, and you know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. Oh, world's coming to an end. <laughs> I, now, now, here, now here's the thing. It's like, I, now for for those now, it's gotten mixed reviews, and I, and for people who say that that they that they were disappointed by it, or they said that they, that it sucked. You know what? I won't argue with them. I can see why. <laughs> but but the visit, you know, I can see it as not quite a return to form, but it's definitely much better 
It's, 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 it's definitely his best movie post Unbreakable. You know, it's definitely better than After Earth, better than The Happening, uh, better than The Last Airbender. I mean, literally, almost anything is better yeah. than The Happening. The Happening was horrible. I will say this though about The Happening: when you when you when you, when you think about The Happening and The Visit, The Happening was funny for all the wrong reasons. Whereas, mm-hmm. whereas The Visit is actually a, more of a comedy than a horror film. That movie is funny for all the right reasons. Mm. And the visit, it's uh, for for those who don't know, the whole premise is about these two kids. They're, you know, their 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 mom's a single mom who's uh, off on vacation with a new boyfriend. So her, uh, so so she sends her two kids off to meet meet their uh, grand grandparents for a one week vacation, and uh, everything's all hunky dory. You know, they they seem to be like really nice, you know, jovial people. But then around nighttime, around nine thirty ish, that's when the shit gets weird, and they're, and they're told to not never ever under any circumstances come out of their room at 9.30 because weird shit gets down. Who told them this? Uh, the, the grandparents. Oh. Gra- grandparents told their kids, hey, you know, you know, we, we, we usually turn in around 9.30. Just make sure not to come out of your room at 9.30. We, we're, 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 you know, we're really telling you not to come out of your room, you know. No, nothing ominous going on here. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And then the whole movie, you know, um, it's kind of it's, it's, it's kind of styled the as dumbass a, kids walked out the room at nine thirty. Yeah, and and it, and it sees and they see weird shit go down like it's the like group. a don't feed the gremlins after midnight situation. <laughs> is that what kind, this is? Kind of, sort of, you know, like um, the whole movie is the whole movie is a, is a it's one of those file found footage movies. Oh jeez! But it's but they but they have a those are so played out now. They are, but. But uh, what's, what what I found pretty hilarious about this film is that the the camera that they use was a red camera, red one, which is a high definition, top of the line. Mm-hmm. And yet the and yet they were and yet the the yet the actual camera that they used in the film was a was like a regular DSLR. And I'm, and I'm watching it. I'm thinking, come on, DSLRs don't have that good of a quality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Shyamalan. I can't even get that right. Yeah, but. But and but it was actually pretty funny, you know. The the kids were actually kind of charming. Uh, the 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 older sister, she's kind of like a, a budding filmmaker, but she's like super pretentious. Like she kind of like sets up shots. It's like, oh, this shot's supposed to mean this artsy artsy art school thing here. And I'm thinking, and, and, and you know, you know, you kind of see where she's coming from. And then then her little brother is this wannabe rapper who busts oh, out Lord. who busts out into. Oh, Bust out into these uh, admittedly pretty humorous raps from time to time. Are these white kids? Yeah, they're white kids. Oh, of course. Yeah, they, and, I, they said it, not me. <laughs> and uh, what? I am just confirming something. What said? What did I say? Something bad? I'm just saying. Right. I will. I will say this though. He's not as annoying as as you may think. He's mm. actually he's actually pretty entertaining. But the but the movie the movie has a really has a right balance. I felt of good. You know, horror and comedy. I mean, the whole movie as a, as a whole, it wasn't scary. It was more more tense than anything, but it was more 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 hilarious than anything else. But I'll say this though: um, if th- th- this is a film that I, I wouldn't say you you don't have to go out of your way to see it in theaters. You know, it's definitely something that you can like rent from Redbox. So I am I am legit just gonna put this out there right now. I will probably never see this movie. Yeah. Do we want to throw a spoiler warning right now? Yeah. I just I want to know what the deal was. I'm not going to throw a spoiler warning out for those who want to see it. Um, Nobody wants to see it. No, but trust me, some people want to see Nobody it. Nobody even knows it's out. Trust me, people people know that it's out. Spoiler you alert. find me somebody who wants to see this movie, and I'll give you five hours. <laughs> hey, a few, few students in my class went and saw it, and they said it was all right. All right, so they're good. The only people that ever wanted to see it have already seen it. Tell me what happened. <laughs> nah. Don't listen for the next, let's call it, three minutes. 
spoiler alert. Skip ahead three minutes. Skip skip ahead to the time code in the in the uh, description. Look, oh, good good one, Vic. Look yeah. in the description. Vic will let you know when you can resume the activities if you actually really want to see an M Night Shyamalan movie. Now Shyamalan is known for his twists, right? And this oh movie Lord. is and this movie is no exception. The grandparents are not their real grandparents. Okay. I say again, the grandparents are not their real grandparents. What they are, they're escaped mental patients. The real grandparents were the physicians that were killed by these mental patients that, were, that are masquerading as their grandparents. Oh. And uh, the grandfather has a really bad incontinence problem. So he shits in diapers and there was one scene in the end where he shoves one of the shitty diapers in the kid's face. That's too close to home. And, wow. and the grandmother, uh, she's, uh, she's legitimately dangerous. She's kind of like a werewolf without turning into a werewolf. You know, she, did, she has this, like, uh, she crawls around on the floor, kind of like Finn Balor with his uh, demon, demon entrance in NXT, which I thought was kind of hilarious. And um, there's, a one scene, there's a couple scenes in the film where she, where she keeps telling her granddaughter, would you mind going inside the oven and cleaning it? That was in the trailers. Yeah. And, she, and, uh, and unfortunately, she doesn't burn the, the kid alive. Um, she yeah. just she just cleans it. You hate the kid? Nah, nah. She... You wanted to see a kid get burned alive? In this movie, yeah, <laughs> I did. Because you know, you know, it would have it would have perked the movie up a little little bit, you know. <laughs> but but uh, but yeah. Why not add? He said that with a complete straight Wait, face. Okay, can you explain to me how it is that these kids are dropped off at this house mm-hmm. to these fake grandparents, mm-hmm. and nobody notices that? They're not the real grandparents. Well, the thing is, is that the uh, mother, uh, she's estranged from her grandparents. Like she hadn't seen them in about like 19, 20 years, and uh, she wanted to, you know, get back in touch with them again. But she really, but she had fond memories of her, of her, of her parents, of her grandparents rather. And then she wanted her kids to really meet them. Oh, so these are the kids' great grandparents? No, grand grandkids. Oh, okay. yeah. And she just wanted her kids to meet her, her, her old, her grandparents, and you know. To kind of reestablish that connection. Their grandparents. Their grandparents. The yeah. kids' grandparents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She wanted you know to reestablish that connection and sure. uh, um, and 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 the, and the and the whole film in the whole film like uh, they make they, they make the point that since they're out in the in the boondocks, mm-hmm. they, they they can't get any you know cell phone service, but they can get the internet because they have you know Ethernet cable, and they communicate with their mom through a webcam, and it's not until. They uh they tell it's not until the grandkids tell their mom that hey grand grandpa granddaddy grandma they're acting really weird and then they uh then they uh, move the uh, webcam on the laptop to kind of to kind of show them like what they're doing and then that's when the mom says those aren't your grandparents I'm like oh so this whole time this whole time you know she could have clarified but she didn't oh, that's some awesome parenting right there what. So did she drop them off, or did she? Did so they just fly in on their own? They flew in on their own. She just dropped them off. Well, she dropped them off at a train station. They took the train there. Gotcha. Yeah. So they showed up on their own mm-hmm. to people they've never met. Yep. In their entire lives. That's right. That's an awesome parenting. That. That sounds like the dumbest thing ever. And you know what? I will not argue with that. <laughs> I will not argue with that. But you know what? I will say this though. Um, uh, spoilers over, by the way. No, wait, no, it's that not was way over. longer than three minutes. By I have. Way, so <laughs> throw that out there. Well, that's why he said, "Look at the the description for the pack." He's gonna go to timestamp. 
Yeah. Well, man, this show really slacks when I disappear mysteriously for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were out uh, there. Yeah, we were talking about uh, M. Night Shyamalan's latest, The Visit. Oh yeah, I heard that was pretty good. So, we decided to just spoil everything because no one freaking cares about an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Spoiler alert, they're, they're dead the whole time. Right. 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 That's all you had to say. Victor told us that. <laughs> no, no, that's not all he had to say because mm. this is, sounds like the dumbest premise ever. I heard it. It sounds very wank. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> wank alert. Wank alert, wank alert, wank alert. Okay, yes. I, I wanted a wank alert. So, Okay, yeah. what was the resolution of this situation? Did uh, anyone actually get hurt? Were there act, was, was anyone in actual real danger at any point? Oh, the, the grandkids were, and the resolution was that they killed them. They killed the grand, fake grandparents? Yeah. The kids just killed them? Yeah. Good for them. That's what I would God, do. God, that mom went from having an awesome time with her new boyfriend to having to pay for decades of psychiatry bills. Mm-hmm. Good job, mom, you idiot. Yeah. How did they kill them? Well, uh... Why did they kill them? Why didn't they just get the cops? Well, in the... At, towards the end, the, uh, the granddaughter is locked in the bedroom with the grandma. And the grandma, after she's making all these, like, weird wolf noises, she, uh... uh she bashes uh, her head in the, in the mirror. And the, and the granddaughter takes one of the shards and just jams it right in her throat. Yeah. Fucking right. And... The poop, grandpa... The poop grandpa? Wait, um, explain something to me before you tell me the poop grandpa's fate. Yeah. Were these two psychos an actual couple? They didn't clarify, actually. That's a good question. Instead of running away, why did they decide to set up shop in these people's houses? Well, I think it's because uh, they're... they're uh, Why are boobs good? Why is the sun good? It just is. Because the, 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 the real grandparents, the ones that... The, the, the real grandparents were the ones that were treating them. Right, no, I get that. Yeah. But why did they decide instead of running away, hey, let's go to their house. I found their address on their key cards, I'm guessing, or something mm -hmm. weird. Yep. Let's go to their house. Because, mm -hmm. because they had to run and escape. They had to run and escape somewhere. Well, it's simple. Because mental illness. <laughs> right. Did M. Night Shyamalan write this? Yes, he did. I knew hey, go. That explains so, a whole lot. Proceed with incontinent grandpa's fate. Incontinent grandpa. Both grandkids overpower him after the grandson has the shit diaper shoved in his face, mm -hmm. and so he gets pink eye. That's the worst thing that happens to a protagonist. Brown pink eye. pink eye. And uh, in a fit of rage, they, they shove the granddad in the counter. He stumbles over. He falls to the floor. The grandson opens the refrigerator door, which is like heavy stainless steel, and keeps slamming it into his cranium over and over and over and over again until his head is a one big pulpy fucking mess. Kind of like Daredevil. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. congratulations, kid. Kids. You are now a psychopath. He's a psychopath, and you know, and I'll, I'll say this, now that, now, now that I'm thinking about it, what really bothered me, now that I think about this, and this is a huge hole, is at the end, towards the, the, the end credit scene, the kid is rapping in, 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 in camera, and, he's, and, he makes, and he makes complete light of the entire situation. You know, he makes, oh, so he's just feeling himself. Yeah, he makes. I killed somebody, so yeah, we let him, let him feel himself. He's a, he he feel like he earned some street cred. That's yeah. right. And, and, uh, that's right, Colbert. And, and, and he ends his rap. He he ends his rap by saying, "Shit don't taste like chicken." <laughs> well, he would not. He would not. He would not. If anyone knows, it's that young man. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan. Are you sure you enjoyed this movie? 
I did. The more he talks about it, he's not so sure it's anymore. Really, I, feel like he's, yeah, I feel like he's coming around. He's turning around to how terrible this all but, sounds. But like I said, like I said, um, if I, I the the movie the movie it, it's it's dumb. I will say this. It's dumb. But I'll say this: it's less dumb than his previous films post Unbreakable. So I give him points for that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen dumb movies that are still pretty good. Did and, it scare you at all? Oh no, not at all. Not You're at all. a full-grown man. The, 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 I don't do really scary movies. I mean, like I said, The Visit is not scary by any means. It's a, it's a comedy, oh, and it's 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 funny for all the right reasons. Or they you know, did not market it that way. Well, that's the thing. You, you got to blame blame marketing. Market marketing. Wait, was it really like real life a comedy? Yeah, it was. It's a, it's, a, it's a legit comedy. M. Night Shyamalan wrote it that Someone way. gets an old man's shit diaper shoved in their face. I mean... Yes, it's a comedy. That's a crazy Saturday night for me, so... Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next what? movie that we're going to talk about... Wait, wait, wait. And you got one last question. Yeah. Were you the only one in the movie theater? No, that was packed. Really? Really? Yeah. Get it, what M. Night. Hell. Okay, congratulations on... Bamboozling America and Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Sometimes you're lying, bro. <laughs> Spoilers are over, by the way. Yeah. They're way over. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, The Visit. Check it out or not. Who cares? <laughs> Pretty much. I don't. I just got the movie spoiled for me, and it sounds like the dumbest thing ever. And you know what? I can't argue with that. I won't. My God. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, uh, so yeah, Maurice. Since you just uh, stepped in a few moments ago, uh, we are talking. We're getting into our fall movie preview. Nice. Twenty fifteen. Hey, you mysteriously disappeared before you told us <laughs> what you been up to. I have not been up to anything these past few weeks. I've been terrible. Yeah. I was kind of a little. I don't know if it was allergies or I just got like a cold last week for like 24, 48 hours. Uh, so I was kind of. I I forget what night it was. I think it was the night we Tuesday we were initially supposed to record, and then yeah. Because that night I got back from, from my personal engagement, took some NyQuil to the face, and I went to bed at like 8.30. Boom. Done. Because that's what I do when I'm sick. You know, just go right to bed. Sleep for like 12 hours. It's the best way to go. Probably. Uh, yeah. So I didn't really do too much. I'm still reading the Star Wars book. I've, I'm on like the last part, part three. I'm just really slacking. Mm, um, but I did. Did you finish it? Yep. Oh, nice. I, I, I actually, well, okay. So I've been doing that, and I've been playing Star Wars Uprising, which is a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Which also takes place after Return of the Jedi, which is kind of nifty. And I've never really been big into the mobile stuff, and all the missions are kind of repeatable. And it's like, oh, you have to get all these different armor pieces and match them up. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to do that. This is a little mobile game. I don't want to think. Just let me just shoot stuff. So it gets a little annoying. But the story is supposed to be really good. And it's the same, I think I talked about it before, it's the same lead writer as Old Republic, mm-hmm. which That's I really cool. liked. Yeah, so I just got this sweet new phone, and I downloaded that game. Uprising? But I haven't oh, nice. played it yet. So it I'll check it out this week. Looks pretty cool. It does um, look cool. I saw a little video in the app yeah. store. It looks all right. Yeah, so I'll probably play it some more. I'll finish Star Wars. I'm really intrigued by the whole journey to Force Force Awakens. I know it comes out in December, but I'm pretty sure this whole like they're calling it like on the book it says a journey to the Force Awakens on like all their marketing. I'm pretty sure that over the period of time where the three sequel movies are coming out. Like, they're going to keep releasing stuff in between, and it, that's going to be a whole thing. So I know someone said, because this one's a trilogy, the book. It's yep. supposed to be a trilogy. But the movie comes out in December, so obviously it's not all released then. So it's going to be an interesting path that they take there. Mm. Um, so I'll be looking forward to that. Unfortunately, at the end of the week, uh, we lost a member of the Codex Prime family, Bear, our dog that used to bark in the background. Listeners um, may have noticed unf- there's been no barking. <laughs> there's been a lack of barking. 
But for right now, I'm just going to call for a quick moment of silence for our bear. Thank you very much. Rest in peace, bear. Yes, he was the man. Unfortunately, are, he is now barking on God's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's church. Certain <laughs> the sermons. So if you hear a faint barking in the background, that's definitely bear. Uh, but I know we heard him, you heard him in a couple episodes in the background. But yeah, he was a good dog. So uh, unfortunately, he passed on this past weekend. So that was that was crazy. And then a little bit of flag football. But man, it's been a really boring few weeks. Minus it's that, a, it's not been a good loss. time for dogs, man. No. So, you know, my dog was hospitalized yeah. for three whole days. We were actually in the same dog months. hospital the same day, right. within a couple hours of one right. another. Yeah, true. Totally. That was, what a coincidence. <laughs> I had no idea. What a terrible, horrible coincidence. <laughs> right. I forget you have a dog. I have two. Yeah. Ray was the one in the hospital ah. for three friggin' days. Is that the big one or the small one? I'm taking donations if anybody wants to help me pay these damn vet bills. Uh, see, we didn't say all that. We're going to do a GoFundMe, but all the proceeds are going to go right to the Product Fund Podcast. Right. <laughs> uh, the little one. Okay. The little one. Okay. Yep. He's back home. So. He's on a ton of medication. Yep. He's going to pull through. Oh, yeah, he is. Nice. That bastard is indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> is he still humping pillows? First thing he did as soon as I brought him home, nice. <laughs> he boned the shit out of that bed. That's how I knew he was better. Nice. <laughs> he's, been with, he's, been, he's been without. He had, hey, he, hey, he needed to take care of business. Yeah, he was going crazy those three days without any pillows to hump. Right. <laughs> when I, yeah, when I go one day without humping a pillow, I don't even know. It's crazy. Right. It's a crazy world. It is crazy. All yeah, right, now away from away from horny house pets. Um, <laughs> Listen, man, I know we're in a movie discussion, but I feel like uh, there was something, you know, pretty big that had that, that came out tech-wise pretty recently. Mm. I don't know you hobos have it, but I got the iPhone 6S. So, oh, yeah. I'll say something about that. It's pretty sweet. Is it the same as the 6? It's the same form factor. The body didn't change at all. The insides did. It's, like, stupid faster. Like, it's so dumb faster than the six that it's ridiculous oh cool um so like you remember how like with the six if you press the you know the fingerprint scanner mcjobby yeah i used to have to leave it there for a second before it unlocks this thing is just i can't even check my notifications carl i'm like can i see my notifications oh damn i'm on my home screen what happened why don't you just press the side button that is a because def- that's annoying. That's a definition of a first world problem. Right. Literally number one. True that. that literally <laughs> number one. Besides, oh, my bed's not comfortable. <laughs> also, 3D Touch is really cool. I don't know if you... Do you know what that is? No. 3D Touch, it's like the biggest new thing that, that they implemented. So, um, you know how uh, with Touch, you basically have two modes. It's press or long press. Yeah. Now, it actually recognizes the force of your press. So, for example, there is a photo of my beautiful daughter on my home screen right now. This is the very simplest way for me to show this, but if I press on the screen, if I just touch it, it does nothing, right? But if I press it, oh, snap, that image is totally animating. (laughs) What, Carl? What? Um, (laughs) They introduced what's called peek and pop, so now... um, for example, if I go into my mail app, right now it only works on uh, Apple apps. 
third-party developers have not, uh, you know, gotten a chance to play around too much with it. But um, pretty cool uh, it, where you can come into those Apple apps and you have you now have various uh, little options that you, you have by actually pressing on the screen. So, for example, if I wanted to just peek at this email without actually opening it, uh, I press it, press it harder. It gives me a little bit of a preview of what that email is. So I can just quickly read what it is. And then if I just scroll up on it, it gives me options to delete archive and all that good stuff. And if I actually want to get into the whole email, I just press down and it pops it. And it opens it up completely. Oh, jeez. So I find that really cool. Um, so you can do that now um, with web pages. So if you're in Safari and you see a link and you're like, oh, What's that? You just press hard on it. It pops up a preview of it. Oh, yeah, I don't care about that. I don't see that. Let it go. You never load it into the full page. And, uh, for example, now it also works on the home screen. So if I say, you know, if I'm a selfie stick idiot and I want to take a selfie real quick. Oh, knows what's up. It was given to it was given to me as a gift, and I just man, I took advantage to use it a couple of times. I did bring it to Brad's wedding. Was that our boy Brad's wedding? How that joint looking like a white girl with a pumpkin macchiato in his hands? I took like three pictures with him, <laughs> and if anything, Wilson was holding it the whole time. So wait, is there a button on it that takes the photo? The yeah, the one I have doesn't. That's true. The one I have doesn't, but there are ones where you just like connect it to the phone and then you just press oh, the button. Oh, so one that you have, how do you do it? I gotta do set the timer on it, and I'm like, all right, get it. Three, wow. two, one. Get it, get it, get it. I did not even. It takes like ten. I didn't know the iPhone had a timer. Yeah, it totally does. How about that? Yeah. Right. What's up, Vic? Hmm? What? Are you saying things under your breath over there, Vic? So let's get back on the topic. Oh, oh, oh is that what you said? Oh. Anyways, right, back on the topic. Cool phone. So, guys. right, if you uh, if you click on the, the camera app and you press it down, you now have options. And one of them is take selfie. So the camera app just opens up as a selfie. Hey! Did I move too fast? I Vic, think you, Victor and I were not. No, nope, I got it. Fine. That is <laughs> uh, as you notice, it now has a front flash too. Good. Yeah, yeah. They made a couple of nice, uh, nice, and nice improvements. Yeah, nice additions, nice improvements. The phone is way friggin' faster. Uh, unfortunately, I did switch carriers from AT and T to Sprint, and uh, their network's kind of garbage. But I got iPhone forever now, so hopefully they'll improve it within a year yeah. or two. Call me when the 7 comes out. Whoa, calm down. You have iPhone forever too, bro. You can literally walk into a sprint store and get one right now. I'll do it eventually. I'm literally just, right I now. I may just get into Before the end of the year. Literally um, right now. I'm going to move you guys get to when I was away. A bunch. Oh, of that list? Yeah. The one. Oh. The visit. Anyway, iPhone success. Pretty sweet. Good job, ghost jobs. <laughs> Speaking of Steve Jobs, what's the next one we're looking at, Vic? Um, oh yeah, uh, on the fall movie preview, uh, Steve Jobs. Yes, that's coming out um, on October 9th. That's actually directed by Danny Boyle, who mm -hmm. directed uh, Slumdog Millionaire, 127 Hours, 28 Days Later. Oh, 127 Hours is really good. Yeah. Terrifying. Never seen that. Yeah, it was really good. Good film with James Franco. Yeah. And uh, the film stars Michael Fassbender as the late uh, Steve Jobs. 
and uh, it definitely has a really good, uh, really good pedigree. What what, I, what what catches my interest too is that uh, the screenwriter is Aaron Sorkin, mm-hmm. who also who also wrote The Social Network, uh, The West Wing, um, and also one of my favorite shows, The Newsroom from HBO. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. That might legit be good. Yeah. What did the Ashton Kutcher one come out in the theaters? Yes, it did. It, it was it was garbage. Yeah, pretty oh. much that. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, what's his face? Who's uh who's Steve Jobs' chubby friend? Steve Wozniak. That's the guy. Mm. Uh, he's the brains behind the operation. That, yeah, him. The one who did everything and got no fame. <laughs> 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 he uh, he's made some comments about it, um, and he said that uh, he he feels like watching that movie. Michael Fassbender is like watching Steve Jobs. So yeah. apparently he he actually uh, you know. He, he thinks it's legit. I believe yeah. he said some disparaging things about that garbage Ashton Kutcher one. So. Uh, if you want to see a really good movie about Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and all those guys, Pirates of Silicon Valley is a really good movie. It came out, in the, I think, in the early 2000s. I've heard that's good. Yeah, it was really good. I'm sure. I remember hearing The guy that played that. Steve Jobs, what the heck? Was the guy, I, I think it was a, name. Was it Anthony Michael Hall? Because I know no, he, he played like, someone. I know, yeah. He might have played Bill Gates. Didn't I think he, he played Bill big. Gates. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's a really good movie if you want to see a Steve Jobs type movie. Um, you know what I want to see from this list? What? Uh, Sicario. That looks cool. Yes, come I out. actually want to see that. Yep, it's coming out this Friday. It's got a nice cast, man. It's got a nice little I ensemble think cast. It's sort of. From that trailer, does does like I don't I don't want to. Does that give you like a heat vibe where it's sort of like all these big names in a heist movie type of situation and it looks kind of cool? Um, the, that's kind of the vibe I get from it a little bit. No, I, was, I, was, I got more of a traffic vibe because of its theme. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, I can see that too, but uh, hell of a cast, man. Freaking Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, Benicio Del Toro. Mm. <coughs> Excuse that's me. Gross. Uh, John Bernthal, a.k.a. The Punisher. Yep. A.k.a. Shane. A.k.a. Mm. Shane. Screw that guy. <laughs> God, I hate him. So, yeah, hell of a cast, man. Um... Definitely one that, that uh, just from off the trailers, I look forward to checking out at some point. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and plus that film was uh, directed by uh, Denise Villeneuve. He, he directed uh, Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and um, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's about the movie. Where oh, I'm... yeah, The Kids. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. That was a very good movie. Okay, yeah, nice, awesome. Yep, D- directed that. And he also directed uh, Enemy with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, which is a really weird, um, weird film where Jake Gyllenhaal plays a... Two doppelgangers. Oh, I've seen the trailer for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that looks super weird. Yeah, uh, yes. Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. gets around. He does a lot of movies. Good actor. Yeah. He's almost Spider Man. That one's crazy. Yeah. That'd been really crazy. Uh, it was Noah Weil <clears throat> that played Steve Jobs in that movie, and Anthony Michael Hall was uh, Bill Gates. Ah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Being bigger, hmm. but yeah. I guess when he's young, and I mean, he wasn't as big for him yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the funny thing, though, so I see on there the Green Inferno. Uh, my buddy just saw that. He uh, he liked it, but he said it wasn't gory enough. Cause he really loves those gory movies. Huh. <laughs> it was actually it's an Eli Roth movie, and they mil- they actually filmed it in 2013. Yeah, they, I know I've heard about that yeah. for a while. And they used a real tribe on an island. I don't know how. Huh. They Are did. they actual cannibals? No. Oh. So I don't know how they did it. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. terrible for yeah. that tribe. Why would you let them portray I feel those like, cannibals? I feel they like promised they, them something. Yeah, they bodies, Trinkets. live humans, babies. Oh. I don't know, but it looks. It, I don't really do horror movies that well. Mm-hmm. I don't like really paying money to get scared or scared, as they call it these days. Especially if it's about like murder and guts and saw stuff. That's not really my style. But, my stomach. 
No. I have a great stomach. I have a super strong stomach. Iron stomach, if you will. I just, I don't know. It's just like, okay. You're just going to cut people up and stuff. I don't know. It's not my, not my style. I don't I'm even like it. On that. Yeah. I'm totally with you on that. That's I, 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 I find horror, like, I, I'm a, the type of person, as you heard from my questioning of Victor about that stupid The Visit movie, I'm the kind of person who likes to question storylines and mm. try to make sense of everything. Horror movies fail at that a lot. Yeah. So I never like that. Although I will be seeing Paranormal Activity five because I always see those and they really scare uh, me. I've I'm, never I'm seen a... any except the first one. <laughs> the first one was legit scary though. Yeah, yeah. I did enjoy. I've seen one. Speaking sp- speaking of horror, one I was interested in was uh, Crimson Peak. Yes. With uh, Tom Hiddleston. Did I say his name right? Yep. Yeah. yeah Hiddleston yeah. and um, Charlie Hunnam. Jim Del Toro is directing that, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it looked pretty interesting. I saw the trailer when I went to OC straight out of Compton, and yeah. really caught really caught my attention. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing Tom Hiddleston play something other than Loki, and then seeing Charlie Hunnam not play Jax Teller. You can do uh, that by watching the movie where he played a pilot for a giant robot. <laughs> I fell asleep on it every time, but I just watched it at bad times as well. Pacific Rim is an awesome movie. I it was good. I just watched it at. Bad times when I'm about to go to sleep, or mm-hmm. if I'm like full and catching sure. itis, I do that. that. So I. And the film also stars uh, Mia Wasikowska and Jessica Chastain, mm-hmm. and and plus what I like about it too, Guillermo del Toro. Like I like his his uh, brand of horror. It's very imaginative. Mm-hmm. Lots of creative uh, creature designs and set designs. So he definitely brings a lot of artistry to his movies, and this film looks like it's no exception. So that's the one I'm really looking forward to. If you've never seen it, check out Pan's Labyrinth. That movie's fantastic. If you want to see an example of what Victor's talking about. Didn't Guillermo del Toro do um, Pacific Rim as well? He did. He did. He sure did. They're looking to make a part two. Yeah, yeah but I heard that it's like it, it was gonna happen, and now it's like questionable what's gonna happen. Oh, that's whack. Yeah, but that's the closest we'll ever get to an Evangelion movie. Ever. A what? Neon Genesis Evangelion. Never Classic heard of, anime. Never heard of them. No. I was thinking of Gundam. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> not Gundam. Is there any way? Isn't there like big Gundam shit? Like that the movie Pacific Rim is like big Gundams? Yes. Fight robots. But it's more of an monsters. Evangelion situation than a Gundam situation. I'll have to write that down. Just kidding. I'm not right. Legit like the exact same storyline actually. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like weird creatures came from somewhere. Who knows? And now giant robots last humans have to stop them and they bond with the freaking robot McJobby. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how it did. That anime is fantastic. I wonder how Pacific Rim did internationally. Because they said that. I believe it did pretty well. Because they said Terminator Salvation. Right now. Genesis. That's the, Genesis. Yeah, Salvation was the other one. Did really, 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 really well internationally. So now they said it might get a sequel. Oh, okay. Because it did so well internationally. Interesting. Yeah. I believe, if I recall, Pacific Rim did well internationally. Because hmm. I remember it was, it was sort of disappointing here, if I recall. Yeah. Was, Guillermo, was he, Guillermo del Toro, was he going to do that new um, Silent Hill? He was. He yeah. Was, yes. And then they just pulled the plug on that with Norman Reedus. Yeah, that was sad. Because yeah, actually, yeah. of all horror games, I like Silent Hill games. So it was pretty legit. That, that demo they put out for that was insane. That yeah. thing was dope. Konami is stupid as hell for killing that project. Oh, mm-hmm. so like hotcakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially with Norman Reedus and all the, the fan Yeah, he's so hot right now. Yeah. Loves that man. <coughs> very, very true. And speaking of horror, what do you guys think about that upcoming Goosebumps movie, October 16th? Can't wait. I love Goosebumps. 
Hey, hey. I used to love Goosebumps as a kid. Those are some of my favorite books. I used to go to the library and check them out. I read a lot of Goosebumps. I actually have a super old Goosebumps somewhere within these parameters um, that has like all a collection of the stories. The only problem with with that trailer is that it looks more funny than scary. And that when I was a looks kid, super dumb. No, shut up. It's it a, still looks funny. It super just looks, dumb. It just looks not it, scary. It's, me- it's meant for kids. It's, it's like bring, they're bringing our childhood to the next God, generation. I, I want to be scared. It's not my childhood. I remember reading a book and using my imagination to scare myself, Carl. But yeah, we did that at, well, during our now childhood. Now it's Jack there. Black. He's probably pretty sure he's playing Playing R.L. Stein. Stein. Yeah. Oh, but you really? know what? Maybe they might. Maybe the trailer... Again, it's all about marketing. They're Are trying away from that trailer. They're trying way too hard to be Jumanji. It did look that's like what it, that's what it really did come off. Yeah, because that little put motherfucking puppets in there. Fuck that guy. That guy gave me nightmares. <laughs> I want to be like some. I can't remember the freaking name. Mr. Chippy or some shit. Fuck him. You no, know it was there's goosebumps and mm. motherfucking animorphs. You remember animorphs, I remember animorphs bro? Yeah. yeah. I didn't really like animorphs that much. That show was kind of weird. I did watch it, but I did watch the TV show. They had animals books. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. I didn't really watch it. Gotcha. Yeah, those those are legit. Those are fine. I didn't read much as a kid. I don't know, man. I like wear things. Werewolves. That's true. Was there a werewolf? Goosebumps? I feel like there had to be. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. They were camping. I remember that one. That one gave me nightmares, too. Maybe I'm not going to see the movie. It's a Jack Black movie, man. That movie's not going to be scary. Oh, man. I'll take Arya to see that shit. Oh, no, it might be pretty scary. <laughs> but Arya's, Arya's, Arya's fucking gangster. She's not scared of anything. I do look forward to that. The reason, okay, so the reason I say the marketing thing, I know we talked about this before the show, was one of the movies on there is Frankenstein, uh, Victor Frankenstein, with... Um, what is that? That is a movie about Victor Frankenstein. Not like the yeah, I Frankenstein action movie. Not like the I Frankenstein that action movie, movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Well, it Victor sucked. Frankenstein... It sucked. it sucked. It was bad. Yeah. Is... With um, James McAvoy as Frankenstein, and then Daniel Radcliffe as Igor, yeah. and if you watch the United States trailer, it looks like a weird buddy comedy thing, mm-hmm. which is not great. I saw this on Reddit, and the next comment was, watch the, Europe- watch the European trailer, it's way better. The European trailer made it like dark, and kind of creepy, and a little action-y, but still pretty legit. It's just one of the weirdest things I've ever seen because mm. you just watch two different trailers. It's like watching a trailer for two different movies. Mm. But it's really weird. I actually, I, after seeing the European one second, I actually wanted to see the movie. The first one, I was kind of like, yeah. But Dan Radcliffe is my boy, so I have to see all the stuff. Yeah, it should be interesting. And I like uh, McAvoy, too. You know what? I really... I do like McAvoy. He's a really good actor. But yeah, I think it's like this him. true... I don't know. Obviously, not a true story. But it's like this story about Victor Frankenstein making the monster... Trying to bring someone back to life. Yeah, that was pretty good. I liked it. I like the European trailer. Watch the European trailer. Okay. But Interesting. I will see it. That was show. I really actually uh, want to check out The Martian. That looks cool. Yeah. Yes. I do like Matt Damon. Also well. coming out this Friday. Yeah. yeah. Matt Damon. Matt Damon's the man. Very rarely will I see a trailer on TV and be like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> but that actually happened with The Martian. Um, yeah, that looks cool, man. Yeah. I like the... Um, yeah, I like Matt yes. Damon and the idea of it. Just and now they just found water on Mars, so it's a perfect timing. True, perfect yeah. timing. Go science. What's up? Think yeah. maybe that they then found it, but they just want to announce that they found it. That's certainly possible. Movies coming out. But I don't know if does NASA have a marketing stake? deal. Does Listen, NASA get the money funding. somewhere. They're they get the money bro. somewhere. <laughs> it's all about them. It's greens. all a conspiracy. I got you. 
Uh, I support them. I support NASA all the way. Yeah. Plus, the movie's gotten rave reviews too. Yeah. And plus, it's uh, it's regarded as one of Ridley Scott's best films. Really? Yeah. Damn. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. so which which praise? Yeah, which is which which is great because Ridley Scott really needs a great film because after Prometheus and The Counselor, Prometheus ugh. was a letdown. So here's what's it weird, was. and I saw this in the news recently, is that uh, Neil Blamkoff. Blomkamp. Blomkamp. That's really his name? That's a great name. I never actually said it out loud. Nice. He's doing an alien sequel that's, and this is like a big popular thing now, is do the sequel for the first two movies and ignore the other ones. But then Ridley Scott just announced a sequel to Prometheus is going to be called Alien, The Last Frontier or First Frontier or some shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, weird. It's not going to be like two alien movies. I've not heard of that. It's so bizarre. But he but does, he doesn't that, like, Prometheus take place like way, way, way before yeah. Alien? Yeah, yeah it does. the end of Prometheus is literally like the birth of the Alien. Yeah, and then he said the sequel wasn't going to be about the Alien, and now the name of the movie is Alien, and Ridley Scott can't make up his goddamn mind. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's like a super prequel, and then Blomkamp can make a sequel to whichever the hell one. That's really going to screw up that timeline <laughs> so hard. But now they're ignoring Alien Three and Alien Resurrection, which is fine, I guess. But Alien Three, oh, I guess, geez. had some good ideas. And then Alien vs. Predator. And then Alien vs. Predators. And then Alien vs. Predators again. Listen, man. <laughs> is Sigourney Weaver in it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'll do. The first, the one that has Sigourney Weaver is the one that I will watch. Right. <laughs> Although I did see the first Prometheus, and that was... I mean, I feel it was like... Uh, it was like a movie that I watched the whole thing, and I'm like, I think that was good. <laughs> yeah, you, Prometheus did leave you with that confused I, feeling. It did. I, I think the, the, the best thing about Prometheus was the cinematography. Like, yeah, it, it yeah, looked yeah. That, was a, that was a great looking movie. Yep. Yeah, but what killed it was Damon, Damon Lindelof. He, he, that motherfucker is poison. When he when he gets his hands on a script, he mm-hmm. can turn a, he can turn a simple, straightforward script and turn it into a complete gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. Don't believe me? Watch Lost. Because his, his name was all over that show. <laughs> Did That's he come what, on at a certain point? Did he come on like a certain season? No, he was there since the beginning, oh, okay. actually. And then he, be, then, he, then he wrote more and more episodes, and then the gotcha. show turned to shit. Yeah, yeah. And that movie was funny, too, because they were running away from the donut ship, mm-hmm. and then instead of going horizontally, she just ran vertically. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that. you're supposed to be like a genius scientist. Yep. Go that way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And plus the magic surgery table. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that took me out in a movie. I need one of those. Yeah, so they awesome. have those in that other. Uh, that was a Neil Blomkamp movie, actually. Oh, oh, Matt Damon. Elysium. Yeah, they had a magic surgery table. What's your beef what? with magic surgery tables, Vic? Yeah, Elysium was meh. But then wasn't that surgery table like in the? That first surgery alien? table was sweet though. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. in the first <laughs> Alien, like like a decrepit ship or something? Like isn't that? Yeah, it was like a space. Wasn't like a mining operation. Yeah, type situation. Yeah. Did they travel to that ship with the? I don't know. I yeah, haven't watched they, it again. It's been so long. Yeah, because they picked up a signal. They thought it was a distress signal, but yeah. it was actually a warning. But they didn't realize it until it was yeah. too late. God, such a good. And then Aliens is really good. Oh, man. Yeah. I should go watch those. Yeah. yeah if you want to borrow it, I have the entire Alien oh, quadrilogy on DVD. It's not Blu-ray, sorry. I have the Blu-rays. Oh, there you go. You're not going to let me borrow it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to borrow it, go ahead. Look at this. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, First thing, let me borrow That's one woman. twice. <laughs> actually, no, three times. He actually let me have this pen. Damn. <laughs> this is the most favorite pen in the whole wide world, so don't you lose it. Vic, Vic is loosening up. Holy crap. Pretty sweet. Going on. Yeah, well, because well, we're all we're all co-hosts on this show. I wouldn't do this for anybody else. I, You've really told me that. no several times. You well, because you told me no. Well, that's, that was before we came together for this podcast. You've told me no I several times on this podcast. 
That, that is, was then. This is now. Okay? <laughs> I'm in the present. Okay. Listen. All I know is we're all huge Fast and the Furious fans. Yeah. And, we and all there are three oh, more Jesus. coming. Yeah, Carl. That's Woo! Good. Good. The, yeah. Best, the best part <laughs> of the, the week, the few week break that we just had, is we haven't heard from Victor in years. And the first text I receive is. Oh no, they're doing three more Fast and Furious movies. Get it, Fast and Furious. Yeah. I will watch all three of them. My question is, yep. no. why? Because they made a lot of money. Right. You just said it's all about them that. dollar dollar bills, y'all. That. Wait, did, didn't part seven feature a stunt where somebody drove a car through a skyscraper into another yep. skyscraper? Yeah, yeah. That, that shit was fucking amazing. They went through another skyscraper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Three skyscrapers. Yeah. <laughs> it was in Dubai, one of the world's tallest. Dubai, places. there it is. So, Not yeah. Abu Dhabi, sorry, Dubai. Yep. It could happen. Right. And it was it like, it was it like a limited enough... edition only like only car in the world yep. car. Yeah. yeah. It was like a one car. I've done that like three or four times. That so. exists in the entire world. <laughs> this sounds <laughs> this sounds totally asinine, man. Listen, there was a certain point. I'm sorry where... those type of movies do not fit your cosmopolitan <laughs> taste. <laughs> the timelines diverged. And the Fast and Furious turned into superhero movies. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> it was, it was the weird thing about Fast and Furious. If is, you think if you think about it in that context, mm-hmm. it will be a lot more acceptable yeah. to you. If you watch the first one all the way through the last one, it's just weird the evolution it took. Because mm-hmm. I remember watching it in middle school, and I didn't even like cars that much. Jesus Christ, and, young. And I was just like. <laughs> I was like, I love this movie so much. <laughs> like, why do I love this movie so much? They're racing cars. I don't even know what a freaking engine is. So you had hot chicks, right? Action. Yep. Fast cars. Yep. Action. Yep. Vin Diesel. Yep. He's super cool. He is really cool. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. They well, added not back the Rock. They added not the back then. Oh, the Rock. Okay. Like, that was no, the best part. That was the best part. Fan of Fast and Furious was already super awesome. Also, the fucking Rock's in it. Well, yeah. You know what? I, I will say this though. I did watch Fast Five, which I actually enjoyed. Right, I enjoyed Fast Five, you know? but I'll say this: thing. I believe that's that's the original one that turned it from a real yes. life movie to a superhero. That was like the yeah. real. That, that was like that a was real. One. That was but the first real. Se- well, it, it was weird because they had two, three, and four, mm-hmm. but Fast Five was the first one when everyone from the previous movies returned. Right. Yeah. So it was like the first like true blue sequel. Yeah, but I, I will say this: though. Uh, of all the ridiculous shit that you that you see in that franchise, the, the one the one scene that's the most unbelievable to me is Vin Diesel manhandling the Rock. In Fast Five, what yeah. happened? You never, you ever right. seen her Wait, underdog story? The Rock is built yeah. like a tank, so and Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Vin Diesel's they, a sm- scrawny guy in comparison no, to The Rock. Come on, Ronnie, are you kidding me? They, Compared to The Rock, they fought. He was fighting for honor, and The Rock was fighting for a job. That's right. just like yeah, the Revolutionary War. That took me out of the movie. Have you never heard of the human spirit and perseverance, Vic? It ain't about the size of the fight, dog in the fight, there but about the we fight in the dog. Right. Nah, son. Also, The Rock was like a quasi bad guy, so of course he had to lose a fight. That's right. how films work. You should know that. I know, but that, <laughs> right. But some things, right. are, some things are stretch credulity, man. Yeah, it it is. It has been a Hollywood trope for ages. I know that. Okay, but still, get it, three more. And I'm, I am totally down with it. Three more and all y'all popcorn munching mouth breathers. Yep. You damn straight. You damn can straight. Have my money now if you You're want. You damn straight. So you can I'm go watch. So you yeah. can go watch Pan all you want. I will I pre. I will pre-order my three movie tickets. Kickstarted. I will pay for all three tickets now. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's mighty, mighty, anyway, mighty generous. Speaking of the speaking real of, reason I brought that up. Uh, shut your mouth. Speaking of something. Wow. The Last Witch Hunter, bro. Over. The Last Witch Hunter. Vin Diesel. That. Looks dumb. Flame Sword. Looks dumb. Witches. Looks dumb. I'm down. Looks dumb. 
I I'm gonna check it out. I never actually. Vin Diesel's a huge Dungeons and Dragons nerd. I've actually seen, I haven't seen the trailer for that. That's like right up his alley. Yeah, it's 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 he a, has a dwarf. It's a red box movie through and through. He has a That's dwarf. What it looks like. I can't remember Your what his face is a red box movie. <laughs> I'd check that out. What's up? <laughs> uh, the dwarf. He has a dwarf in D and D. I know that. I will support my boy. Did you know that? Okay, let me just say, throw this out there. I don't know if you guys know this. Back way back in the day, before Chuck, before Chuck Norris, before the Chuck Norris. Fact thing or whatever bleep they call it, it was Vin Diesel. It was not Chuck Norris. Really? Yes. Yeah. It was Vin Diesel does not sleep. He wait. Like, that was Vin Diesel. Wow. He it, really lost out on that. Yes, one. he yeah. did. Big time. And uh, listener of the show, I know you remember this because I remember the Vin Diesel like fact generator. I remember it. Then all of a sudden it just transformed into Chuck Norris, and I don't know when it happened or why. Huh. Vin Diesel really missed out, but now he makes billion dollar movies. So I guess he doesn't care that much. Right. And what I'm just I'm just gonna throw that out there as a weird like thing. I listen in New England. We know all about witch hunts. That's true. I'm gonna support Salem this. is one of my <laughs> and Salem even without all the witch hunt stuff is a really nice town. Did you guys know oh, it? I was referring to Tom Brady. <laughs> the sequel. Right. Yeah. The last witch hunter. It's just yeah. Vin Diesel Actually, trying to clear Tom Brady's name. Pretty sure that's the. Plot. <laughs> just, just, let it, just let it go. With a flame sword. I like it. I can get down with that. Um, yeah, I like those uh, fantasy type flicks. Yeah, listen, The Seventh Son got totally critically panned, and I, I kind of enjoyed that movie. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. Mm. Yeah. I was, the new Fast Furious would be really interesting because I was always a Paul Walker guy. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably cry again. Well, you're probably the only one. Finn Diesel was a. Big draw that franchise. Yeah, I even like Too Fast, Too Furious. That was wow. the worst one of them all. Yeah, I yeah. Tokyo Drift was, was the worst. worst. No, I mean, like, by Tokyo far, Too Fast, Too Furious is the worst. I got really. Like, the, the only thing about, too, the, about Tokyo Drift is that he was supposed to be a 17 year old boy and he looked like a 35 year old man. And I know it's like a thing, but there's a little. Oh, Lucas much. Black? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, like, like thirty brawl yeah. thing in Japan, yeah. that shit was yeah. rough. He was in the movie. That was weird. Maybe I'll right. come, come back for the last sequel or last trilogy, whatever, whatever they're gonna call it. No, no, maybe now you got something. Now, uh, Colbert mentioned earlier Pan. I always love Peter Pan. I've always been a Peter Pan mark, so I might actually see that. It actually looks interesting to me. But when I was a child, I used to watch the old school Peter Pan, not like the cartoon one, the the one that was a play. And I, I have a VHS, and according to my family, I rewound it and rewatched it like a million, billion times. So. Mm. Didn't a girl play Peter Pan? Sure did. Yeah, I do have to watch that too. <laughs> I don't know who it was. I don't. I remember it was like a play. It was a play. Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did have to watch it, um, but it was movie time in school, so I just draw. I got you. I got you. I think I watched that at home. But yeah, I want to see Pan. I do want to see Pan. It looks interesting because looks like Hook is a good guy in it. So it's like a, again like a prequel reboot, bibbity boppity boopity whatever. But I do want to see that. I do want to see that. When was that one coming out? Uh, it's coming out October 9th. It's actually a really good piece of it. Pretty interesting. Yep. Yeah. Oh, one on there. Speaking of the NFL, Concussion with yeah. Will Smith. I'm really, because they just came out with that report about they tested like 100 brains and 99% of them had, you know, post-concussion issues and stuff like that. Obviously, they're all ex-football players, so it's about to happen. You know, but I saw the link for it, and I just didn't get a chance to yeah, it's look crazy. at it. I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah, it's bananas, and with concussions, obviously the way they are today. That movie, I'm I'm interested to see how the NFL responds to that because there was a 
something that ESPN was going to do with PBS, a documentary about that kind of stuff, and the NFL kind of put pressure on them to pull out of it. Mm-hmm. So Will Smith is going to open the world to the light. So, the okay. NSA and the NFL, mm-hmm. they know everything. Creed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Damn, that, that looks awesome. It does. I can't wait for that movie. No, that's actually directed by Ryan Coogler, same guy who did Fruitvale Station. Oh, nice. Oh, that was an awesome movie. Yeah, and my yeah. boy Michael B. Jordan's in it. Yep. We all know I love him. Yeah, he's a good actor. Did you see Fantastic Four? I did not. Oh. No one did. It got oh. so critically destroyed, I couldn't yeah. bring myself to do it. Mm. I can usually get past oh. that, but when everybody hates it, mm. the there's something the to it. I, I, was, I was really asking a couple of friends of ours who, to, like, hey, you know, let's be the fast, Fantastic Four for Halloween. Human Torch is black. I can do it. I can pull it off. <laughs> I heard the reviews of like, yeah, let's just kind of <laughs> this is a lost cause. No, no, it was a good idea. We could have pulled it off, but nah. Yeah, it fox, fox, foxed all over it. Yeah, but yeah, Creed looks it looks promising though. Creed, I mean that that they they sh- man that, that idea is fantastic. Like having a friggin' Rocky movie that does not star Rocky. Should have thought of that years ago. Yeah, he plays the mentor. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it's a nice transition. Yeah, very nice transition. I love Rocky, man. It's one of my favorite sports movies of all time. Yeah. Classics. And uh, speaking of sequels, got to mention Spectre. Yeah, Spectre. Yes, 007. I'm a I love me fan. some Daniel Craig, man. I was on the Daniel Craig train before <clears throat> 007. Layer Cake, check it out. Yeah. I didn't know who he was before James Bond. I love James Bond. I did. Layer so Cake, bro. Much. I know, I heard you. <laughs> uh, I really actually, yeah, I will definitely be seeing that. And as good as Skyfall was, I was really annoyed because so James Bond, obviously the ones before David Craig, they never had connecting stories. It was mm-hmm. all standalone. Mm-hmm. And True. then they Pierce did. Brosnan wasn't? Huh? Wasn't Pierce Brosnan before Daniel? Before Daniel Craig, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but then when Daniel Craig started doing it, they kind of rebooted James Bond, and now all the stories are kind of connected yep. with sequels. But they did. Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and then the next one was going to be like the end of the trilogy, and they just did Skyfall, which was a really good movie, but a standalone story. I'm like, the fuck? What about the ending to this trilogy? And now that's what Spectre's going to be. Well, the well the sequels, including Spectre, they're they're designed as such that you don't have to watch the previous right, films yeah, yeah, and yeah. everything. Yeah, but I know they implied it. And they implied in Casino Royale that uh, Eva, um, Eva Green, Green, yeah. Oh my that she worked for like a bigger organization that was like a shadowy thing and yep. I'm pretty sure it was you know obviously Spectre because I was in the old James Bond Spectre was the big opposing thing as well and they killed off M in the last movie I just remembered that yep that's yeah. so sad there's always new M's yep. you gonna be alright Dame Judi Dench and that was weird because she was M in the Pierce Brosnan ones yes. and they just kind of carried her over mm-hmm. yeah she was really she was good in that role Dame Judi Dench the shit man. now Voldemort yeah. is M yeah, don't trust that guy. Very <laughs> finds. Yeah, he's a, new he's a good actor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll definitely be seeing the crap out of Spectre for sure. Oh, absolutely, man. And and plus, uh, Dave Dave Batista's in it too. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's in everything now. He's like making himself a legit Hollywood career, which is just weird because he doesn't have the charisma for it. I he, thought. I always thought he never did. Yeah, you're you're so right because yeah. when he was in WWE, he he had the personality of a potato, <laughs> and yet he's a successful actor. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> I guess when I really they, don't. When you have good writers writing for you. I guess. Like James Gunn, you could do I, hilarious I, I things. Actually, I, I actually did meet Batista. I'm not sure. In 
Can you have him on the show? He, by far, was probably, like, one of my least favorite wrestlers that I met. Like, wow. you, just, you had to, I'm like, I, you can just kind of tell, like, if he's doing an autograph signing, like, he has to be happy. We kind of, like, just caught him going to the arena, so he was mm-hmm. just like, he seemed a little bit too full of himself. I mean, Randy Orton, when I met him, he was like that, but it was like, he was still, like, more cool and genuine, and then once, like, a whole bunch of girls got all groupied out about uh, him, he yeah. was just full of himself. <laughs> I've heard he's but, gotten a lot better as he got older, though. I, I think that he's done a very nice job, a very smart job at choosing roles where he doesn't have to speak very much mm-hmm. good call because yeah. every movie I've seen him in that dude has like two lines total that's well, true Guardians of the Galaxy he actually had to yep. talk Riddick Guardians of the Galaxy he won't fist? say much Inspector what was that monkey f- monkey paw the monkey legs or something it's like a the man with the iron monkey fists or something oh the man with the iron fists yeah that one I don't it's think he's too well to get there he didn't see what I mean Oh Genius. man, man with the iron fist. That was dumb schlock, and I liked it. That yeah. was a dumbass dumb movie, <laughs> and he's I got liked a, it. He's got a good agent, I guess. He knows <laughs> what he's looking for, and then of course you get a Marvel movie, and you're fucking set. Yeah. Yep. True that. And plus, with with Spectre, Christoph Waltz is the perfect Bond yeah. villain. Perfect yeah, choice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Is this Daniel Craig's last one? Um, I think he has one more after this, from what I understand. No, yeah. there was the recent like Idris Elba speculation, yeah. disappointment, controversy. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah. They said he's too old to be James No, they Bond. said he was too street. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Because he had an interesting um, comeback to it. I forgot what he said verbatim. I'm actually trying too to look it up right street? now. That's, get the hell out yep, of here. That's what they said. Let me just also throw this out there. The producers of the James Bond movies are some of the dumbest people ever. Like There's like a family that owns it. I cannot remember the name off the top Broccoli. of my head. Broccoli. Yeah, and they just... They bungle it all the time. All the time. The, the Pierce Brosnan to, to Daniel Craig transfer was awful. Like, it was terrible. I remember. I remember yeah. that. That was that was somewhat controversial, as yeah. I recall. They are... People really enjoyed Pierce Brosnan, but now looking back at it, he wasn't that great. Well, he, he, was, he, was, he was really... The, the reason people like really like Pierce Brosnan is because after uh, License to Kill... Um, or no, or was it Dying of the... No, 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 that was, that was Barrow Brosnan. Um, in 87, there was talks of, like, never doing James Bond ever again because Timothy Dalton almost killed it, and then Pierce Brosnan came in, and he was actually supposed to be James Bond before Timothy Dalton, yep. but he was into Remington Steel, uh, and then he came back with Goldeneye and, like, revitalized... It kind of took James Bond out of the Cold War era hmm. and brought him into 90, you know, local, and then the game was always really good, too, but this, the game didn't come out until, like, two years after the movie, mm-hmm. if you think about it, but, yeah, he really revitalized Bond a lot, and then some of the, some of those last ones were really... Yeah. Okay, so I found it, and I think the guy's name was Anthony Horowitz, was the one who said that Idris Elba was too street. Mm-hmm. So Idris Elba replied, always keep smiling, it takes no energy and never hurts. Learn that from the street. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Nice, Idris Elba. Way to turn the other cheek while still flipping that dude off. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if, they do, if they did do that, <clears throat> way, it'd be interesting how they decide to go about it, because... There's always been, like, they've said that James Bond is the same person, but now that it's a reboot, is James Bond 007 a code name? Yeah, something. Will, how, will it transform into that way? Be, they technically be different? Because if they're still going to do the continuous story... That makes no sense, because his name is James Bond. Always I know, James Bond. but they could say, oh, the next person, you're taking his name, you're taking... Yeah, like they did with Triple X, when um, they went from Vin Diesel to Ice Cube. Exactly. 
Exactly like that. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel's name was Xander Cage. Yeah, but Ice Cube was not. No, but he was still. I know like, he's codenamed Triple yeah. X. Yeah. So, but that's what foils that. Like, okay, you you wanna you you're saying that they could moving forward they could yeah, do that. Yeah, oh, right. okay. I thought With you were trying to say like they're trying to retcon it no, and say no, that these different dudes that have played Honor Majesty's Service, which is George Lazenby, who was the first Bond after Sean Connery, he got married, and then they like referenced that like 20 Bond films later. But now that it's a whole fresh slate. Anything's possible, especially if they go, you know, of a different race. I, mean, it makes sense I, w- I would have liked Idris Elba. That would have been dope. I think he's cool. Yeah. He's very good. He's a very good actor. No, I like him yeah. a lot. I like him a lot. And he already has the accent, too. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Would have been just fine. You've seen a British dude. Or Scottish. I mean, yeah. Sean Connery is Scottish. You know we haven't talked about very much? Hmm. Animated movies. The Good Dinosaur looks pretty good. You ever seen that latest trailer? Like, the legit trailer for it? No, I haven't seen it. Looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's a Disney... Pixar. Animated movie? Yep. I don't. I don't believe it's not Pixar. It's Pixar. It's Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. Good Dinosaur. Oh, the. I think DreamWorks is doing another one. It's about dog or animals or pets. Yeah, that was dumb. That looks amazing. That was I love dumb animals. As well. So I recommend watching that one. But the Good Dinosaur does look really good. Um, but Pixar. I don't think besides Cars, which I don't like. I don't think I've seen a Pixar movie I didn't like. Yeah, only only cars. Oh, and Brave was a decent. Uh true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brave was decent. You're right. Disney Pixar. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, what's the pet one? <laughs> don't know. I don't know if that's coming out in the fall. I don't know if that's coming out in fall. Um, is Christopher Waltz in Hateful Eight? Uh, I th- let me see. Check them notes, Vic. <laughs> what's faster, Victor's notes? Oh, there's the, the downfall. It's so hard <laughs> to find. Look at all that no, small font. He's Look at all that small font. He's not. Is that eight point? <laughs> Single space? No, if you want to put it on your phone, somewhere. Well, because you you are you are not a Tarantino well, fan or like not a fan boy. Tarantino. I, I, I am a fan. I, I am. Well, someone doesn't like Tarantino. Not me. I love Tarantino. No, I think that was uh, Kevin Dugan. Yeah, oh, Dugan didn't like. Oh, that's right. I knew someone didn't. Okay, you like Tarantino. Gotcha. Right, here, yeah. Dugan. Yeah, he could email the show and tell us about how he doesn't want to watch Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, originally with Hateful Eight, Tarantino wasn't going to make it because the script was leaked online. Totally leaked, yep. Oh. Yeah. That. But then he changed his mindset and he just went, all, went ahead with it. Same Didn't script. they change the ending of it because of that, though? I think he so did, I yeah. I believe that's what happened. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what he actually did with the ending of that movie and go back. Like, I never looked at the script just because I'm like, I don't want to ruin that in case he actually makes it. Yeah. But when it does come out and I watch it, I'm going to go back and see what the original ending was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. I do mm. want to see a sequel to Django Unchained, though. Uh, more slave owners catching it violently. <laughs> oh, that brings warm feelings to my heart. I mean, you're a violent person, Vic. Oh, you are. You're a monster. I'm not, I'm not violent. It's, it's screen violence. Come on, context, people. You're a savage, Vic. Tarantino. So, screen violence. It's different. Has he ever done a sequel besides Kill Bill? Um, no, he hasn't. Uh-huh. Kill Bill technically yeah, a sequel. Didn't like he make those story. at the same time? Yes. No. Story. Yeah, yeah, Kill Bill is just one film, which is split into two. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's and, not and they, do, they might be doing a volume three, I heard. I don't know if they are going to. Uh, that's not a good nah, idea. Yeah, Kill Bill volume happen. two is probably the most boring movie. I mean, I, that was another, one, another movie. Okay, so I saw volume two before I saw volume one. It was probably was a bad idea. I had it explained to me, though. <laughs> so I remember watching volume two, and it was like, I, actually, it might have been the first. No, I saw Pulp Fiction. I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is supposed to be a really good movie. Everyone loves Kill Bill. I'm like, I'm really bored right now. Should, mm-hmm. I, be, should I be really bored? I was really bored. But then I remember you saying, Eric, that it was really boring, because I felt better about myself. Yeah, those are those are not my favorite Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. They were cool at the time, though. Some yeah. of the action stuff in that was cool, especially part one. Part two was in it. Yeah. 
weird. Yeah. Yeah. Still like Tarantino a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Any other films that kind of catch your eye? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Oh, uh, there's this little one coming out in December. It's, it's yeah. not that important. I don't think many people have heard of it. No. Star Wars Force Awakens. <laughs> Force Awakens. <laughs> a little indie film. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to just like wait till it comes out to major video and go rent it for the night or something. <laughs> major it's, video, it's wow. I'm not worried about yeah. it. Wait till it comes out on VHS. Oh, right. speaking of special edition. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Force Awakens. I'll wait for the laser disc edition. <laughs> speaking of Force Awakens, 78 days left, my wow, friends. really? Holy 78 crap. days. We, when, the, when that comes out, I feel like we will do an entire episode centered around it. I what? feel like that'd be a good idea. Oh, absolutely. My really? body is so ready for that. Oh, my goodness. Victor's going to show up <laughs> naked. <laughs> oh, and uh, no, 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 Speaking of Star Wars, according to uh, John Landis, he said that um, I think Disney and Fox, they're actually working towards re-releasing the original unaltered Star Wars trilogy on Blu-ray, which I really want to see because, you know, the special editions, that's not the, that's not, that's not the one I grew up with. There was a one. Man, let John, let John Lucas eat, man. George Lucas. That's what I said. You said John Lucas. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that guy. Speaking let of that guy, I got, let, I got, let him put in, put in his stupid special effects. Please be, Speaking of fat guys, I don't know. Did you guys catch the newest episode of Family Guy? Nope. And they actually poked fun at George R. R. Martin. I, was, I knew, I, really? I knew you were going to say George R. R. Martin as soon as you said him. Speaking of fat guys, because he's the fattest guy. <laughs> like it's Brian, like, um, Brian took some some of Stewie's like ADD pills, and so he just like he was just full of energy. He just he made like some type of space age Game of Thrones like novel. And George R. R. Martin was at um, some type of comic convention. So he's a, he posted it to him. And he's like, you're drugged up and this is just a load of crap. Like all that you did was just, you took those pills and you just wrote stuff. So then he goes, now I'm going to hook up with this hot nerd over here. So he hooks up with him and then this extra fat guy <laughs> in a freaking motorized car with an oxygen tank goes, hey, what are you doing? I'm George R. R. Martin. <laughs> and then the other one just like runs off. <laughs> so right then and there, once I saw it, I laughed hysterically. I'm like, I would not be surprised if that fat man is posing as George Fat Fat Martin. And there is a really super fat fat Martin, like job, you know, job of the mother who doesn't leave his home. I would not be surprised hey, at all. Uh, Maurice, is there a release date for the winds of winter? <laughs> Nope, <laughs> sure ain't. But people, here's here. <clears throat> so already, I'm starting to see a little trickle on the internet, Victor. Uh, He's released a couple chapters. No, 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 not even that. Oh, okay, not even that. It's like, oh, John, like this person was seen on the set of the new season. I don't want to fucking know that, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I swear to God, and I will say this right here, right now, especially if the NSA is listening. If I get spoiled for Winds of Winter by someone, I will. Go to their house. I don't care if they live in the fucking moon. I don't fucking care. That you think that moon was red the other night? Just wait till I'm all the fucking done with those goddamn Martians. <laughs> fucking cut them to pieces. And there's already talk about this person on site. Oh, we have the answers here. Oh, and then I read the other day they might be doing a movie. Oh, nice. I'd watch that. Well, yeah, but they might do it. Uh, Robert Rebellion. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, I watched that. I, I watched the fuck out of it too. But as long as it gives him time to finish the books, which is not going to happen because he's so fat, he's too busy eating his big fat 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 face. What's up, Vic? As soon as, <laughs> uh, as soon as the next season of Game of Thrones comes out and Winds of Winter's not out, the very first episode, the next day, coming into work and spoiling everything. I'm going to work from home. <laughs> I'm going to work from home. 
I'm going to work from home. The very first time that you walk into the office, I'll I'm spoil everything for you. I'm going to work from home. Everything. I will end, Every I will end your life. Do some. I will. Do some. I will. <laughs> Don't go to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. T- take it down a notch. Nope. <laughs> but there's, there's... Says the guy who was getting giddy about someone's old man head getting pulped. By a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. But back oh. to the uh, oh crap. Force Force was Force Awakens. We're just talking about Force yeah. Awakens. Oh yeah. Oh Star Wars. There was a DVD release, and I remember this because I watched it with my friend Gary. That had a un, like the original Star Wars. But then I remember reading on later that George Lucas never wanted those released. So I don't know what the hell I saw. No, like uh, like the it was like the the, D- the DVD versions, like the second printing. They had the original cuts yeah. on the second disc, but they were but they were a laser print. They were off the okay. laser discs. Yeah, because this one was even like it yeah. said like in the opening crawl it said Star Wars. It didn't yep. say Episode Four. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, and it was like poor quality. They didn't even take the time to restore it or anything. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's cool. And if you're a big Star Wars fan, uh, Rhode Island Comic Con, where the Codex Prime will be attending. I feel like yeah! We have, we have to definitely be attending that. Uh, they just announced David Prowse today, oh, who nice. played Darth Vader under the armor. Wow. Yep. Nice. That's what's up. Yeah. And uh, Princess Leia is going to be there, too. Sweet. Oh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. yeah nice. Mm-hmm. Welcome to little roadie. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a there's one more movie that I, that I really want to see, and then I hope and I hope it comes out beyond limited release in December. It's a uh, The Revenant, with uh, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I just read about that yesterday. What is that? I've yeah. never heard of this. It's a it looks like a really great film. It's it's based on a true story about this guy named Hugh Glass. He was a fur trapper who was uh, mauled by a grizzly bear, and he was left for dead and robbed by his three companions. Kind of left him out there, and then when he comes to, when he recovers, he decides to go on a one-man crusade for revenge through the uh, Dakota wilderness, hmm. and uh, and the, and the movie looks terrific. It's actually directed by Alejandro uh, Gonzalez Iñárritu, who directed Birdman with Michael Keaton. Oh, shit. Wait, did Michael Keaton? I haven't win? seen that. Did Michael it's, Keaton win Best Actor for that? No, nah, he was nominated. He he won Best Actor at the Golden Globes. Gotcha. Oh, but Bird Birdman is fucking brilliant. You need to see that. But yeah, this this is his his follow up to that, and this movie looks amazing. the The cinematography looks just breathtaking. It's dur- uh, by Emmanuel Lubetsky, who did the cinematography for Gravity and Birdman. And this is Gravity either. I need to do that. Yeah, you, should, you really should too. And it it looks it looks great, and um, it looks like it has like a lot of really nice long takes. And plus. If this might be a DiCaprio's best chance for an Oscar. Yeah. I was gonna say, is he gonna win that one? He should. He, I, it, this movie might be the one because like <laughs> it, it looks intense, looks gritty, it looks yeah, something that's right up my alley. Keep the defeated streak going. <laughs> <laughs> Kill Bird. You know, you it's know, a thing now. You know, to to that, there are plenty of there are plenty of great actors and directors who have never won an Oscar, and yet their stuff is regarded as classics. Right. Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I if you could see Victor's face. I was going to say Alfred I need Hitchcock. To just, I need to just keep my... Whenever I know that's coming, I need to just keep my camera phone just right on it and um, post it on the Codex Prime Instagram. Um, it's at Codex Prime Podcast on Instagram. Okay, well, go ahead. I was going to say Alfred Hitchcock. He never won an Oscar. Right. Alfred Hitchcock and Vin Diesel. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Why'd you do that when I put the phone down? <laughs> Plebeians over here, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, Pl- plenty of great stuff. Plenty of great stuff for for the rest of the year, man. man ain't nothing wrong with 
some plebeians, okay? I'm down to watch some plebeians. <laughs> so yeah, uh, check out check out the rest of the movies on the uh, fall movie preview. We're gonna post a link to the rest of the movies that we didn't get to on the in the description. So uh, yeah, plenty Ain't of great stuff wrong out with there. Some plebeian action. <laughs> I will, okay. One top one topic I was actually excited to go into. Um, sorry. Yeah. Favorite sports movies. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, weird thing. I don't. I could. You know, as you guys know, I couldn't care less about sports. Couldn't give two shits. But I. But I like sports movies. You want to know what my favorite sports movie of all of all time is? This better be good. Hoop Dreams. Oh, not the world. Mm. Hoop Dreams, a classic 1994 documentary directed by Steve James about two Chicago kids trying to make it to the pros in the NBA, and you get to see their their lives growing up in the Chicago hood. Um, seeing the the teachers and the coaches that kind of mentor them, or some trying to kind of exploit them a little bit, and you get to see you know their trials and tribulations of their family. It's one of the all time great documentaries. I really like that film a lot. And if you haven't seen it, you you should. It's on Netflix. Three hours long, but well worth it. I try to fit in the time. I do work two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, well, I can give you a top six. Damn, oh, okay. Carl? Six. I, hey. So. I will say for one, they're not in any particular order, by the way, too. Okay. I will say the 2005 version of The Longest Yard. Okay. Mm. It's, it, it entertains me. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Remember the Titans. Mm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely. definitely. And a lot of, not a lot of people know, but maybe some do. Ryan Hurst was actually in that. And Ryan Hurst is that is. Pretty much now known as Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Ah, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in that. Um, Coach Carter with Samuel Jackson. That was good. Definitely one of my favorites. Um, as a kid growing up, Little Giants. <laughs> sure. The annexation of Puerto Rico. You couldn't mess with it. Um, Space Jam. Classic. Stole my thunder. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Stole buddy. my thunder. Sorry. Can we get? Can we at least high five on that one since we both agreed at it? Fine. <laughs> Damn, it's awesome. I love space. Jam. And um, <laughs> last year's draft day. That I watched movie before, was horrible. I watched it before we did our fantasy football draft, and I got I just got amped. That movie was I liked terrible. It. That Kev- I liked Kevin it. That's the one. Yeah, okay. yeah, was Kevin Costner. Awful. I liked it. Hmm. That movie is god awful. I've seen I that like, movie. It is not a good movie. I yeah. liked it. It amped me up on my fantasy football draft. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm into the classics, Space Jam. Yes. Some oh. of the best sports movies ever made. Bullshit. <coughs> Clearly. Mm-hmm. One of the best ever made. If not the best, maybe. You do not doubt <laughs> the un- the incredible basketball skills of one Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always the classic The Sand Lot. I still haven't seen that movie. You should be stabbed in the eye with this. Wow! <laughs> the Sand Lot is Sandlot. a legit classic. I, I, I know. Legit like, classic. I'm going to write that down, The Sand Lot. I've never seen it. Uh, there is a really great uh, documentary called Undefeated uh, about this mm-hmm. uh, football coach down south, actually. Um, high school football coach. Uh, where he takes this uh, team, this high school football team of basically just 
losers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, like I said, it's a, it's a real life documentary. And I believe they had like not won a game the prior, the previous year at all. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the trials and tribulations of him, like getting these kids up and, and getting them to believe in themselves. And they actually end up like having a nice year. And you kind of get to see like all the stuff that this coach um, does to to you know get this team to believe in something it's okay. all like uh, it's a this uh, white guy um and it is like an urban school just full of fuck up kids it's the ghetto drugs and you know like just bad parenting and all that kind of shit it's really it's really worth a watch okay. uh, I, it might have actually won an oscar it did it won an oscar for best documentary very good very good documentary i What's really it called enjoyed again? that Un- undefeated all right, I'm gonna definitely see that. Really good movie. Um, I, I recommend it um, wholeheartedly. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Um, God dang it! I can't believe I I, I forgot. Major League. Major League. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Major League is awesome. Oh man, Wild Ooh. Thing. Oh, classic. Yeah. I really like Major League Two as well. Yeah. Not as much. Yeah. Anymore, but but Major League really One is the shit. Yeah. Oh, that see. still gets me amped up when they fuck. He's coming out the fucking bullpen and they play mm-hmm. wild thing mm-hmm. which glasses on <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes <laughs> man that movie's still awesome Any yeah, Given yeah. Sunday was a very good Any Given yes. Sunday was good that was really good uh, yeah Willie Beeman Oops. boy Willie Beeman <laughs> and of course Rocky Rocky oh, 1 Rocky 2 Rocky 3 Rocky 4 you can stop there <laughs> <laughs> did you like Rocky Balboa uh, I don't think I've seen wait no yes I did I did, I did enjoy Rocky Balboa yes that was good you know, Rocky Balboa, that's the movie that I reserved at the library. <laughs> that's a good movie. You gotta pick that I, up. I did see that. It was good. Uh, and um, underrated, martial arts is a sport. Blood sport. Ah, Blood sport is a freaking classic. Mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Damn right, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Do we count Dodgeball? <laughs> Dodgeball as a sports movie? Yeah, that's a sport. Yeah, I like that movie. That's pretty good. You know, speaking of baseball movies, since you mentioned Major Major League, one movie that I actually love, Field of Dreams. Oh, mm. oh yeah, Field of Dreams, League of Their Own. Uh, I just thought, no, I just said mention that because I thought Victor was going to say <laughs> I thought you were going to say Moneyball, actually. Moneyball was Oh, Moneyball was great, yeah. Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. co-wrote that. No, I don't like Moneyball because I think Billy Bean is a fraud. It <laughs> <laughs> has dude, nothing to do with the quality of the movie. The dude... Uh, he sucks. He's never even made a World Series. He's never even won a pennant. But he revolutionized the way baseball scouting works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the that. The Red Sox used that model to win a couple of those. No, they yeah. used that model with a lot of money. Well, yeah. Well, Billy Bean didn't. I get he didn't have the money. But they used Moneyball though. They used that model and they won a couple of World Series. It's legit. You need money, though. You can't right. just have no money. I don't... I don't uh, he's a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I just... Uh, the, oh, I just... Yeah. Who the f- he just traded some big guys this past year. Now they're in last place again. Way to go, Billy Bean. Has he even won a freaking division? I don't know. Once, maybe? It's gonna be the right. A's have been good for a couple of years before this one, I guess. They were good. They were okay. They traded for freaking... What's his name last year? Lester. Oh, yeah. How'd that work out, Billy? <laughs> How did that work out? Bad. Bad. It they did work out Their offense led. <laughs> but, but, you know what? He gave it his all, man. Mm. And when you, have, when you have to create a character 
to like tell your story because what's his name? The guy that was fat and he was skinny and fat. Yeah. He wasn't even a real person. He was a made up character. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he was a composite character. Yeah. It was a good movie. Shenanigans. That's all I care about. Oh yeah, but I'm not saying it from the true movie side. Like, yeah, true, it was great. Through everything. But Billy Bean, fraud. Boom. Um, any other sports movies you guys can think of? Um, I have we one. already I mentioned Space Jam. Yeah. That's the most important uh, one. That transcends sports <laughs> movies and turns into just greatest movies. That's just maybe making a Space Jam 2. Oh, Jesus the, the Christ. LeBron no. James. I heard about that. Which I am not excited about. I'm not sure. Wait, is that a real thing? It's, it's, it's whispers. There's whispers. Hopefully it stays a rumor. Yeah, I actually agree with you. Try harder, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Emails. Yeah. All right. We got two lengthy emails here from previous co-host Mr. John Grace yeah, so I think we read yeah we got your football one covered yes. from the last one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so <clears throat> you know what Eric why don't you read this one because people always yell at me for reading too slow or not knowing how to read I'll let you do it <laughs> the uh, title of this email is tossing balls and drinking tears greetings friendly fellow football fanatics and Victor. <laughs> Great show last week. Uh, that would be two weeks ago. Although your guest co-host had the most annoying voice and mannerisms in the world, as one person described it, he has a voice that, that you could easily imitate. A few thoughts on last weekend's slate of games. As described last week, the Colts are hilariously soft, and Luck might be the world's most overrated QB. Damn right, John. His first INT, that's an interception for those that don't know, a.k.a. Victor, was an overthrow, albeit a tip, but the next two were entirely on him. And uh, he put emphasis on entirely, so they were entirely on him. And the excuses that poured out of Tariko's mouth were insufferable. His O-line is bad. His receivers can't get separation. Remember when Brady's O-line was a hot mess and the talk was about his decline? Yeah. There you go. Luck is good. But not even in my top eight. Brady, Rogers, Palmer, Ryan, Breeze, Roma, Wilson, and Peyton Manning's reanimated corpse. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Manning's reanimated corpse. More than half the experts picked them to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Now they look like they might not win more than six or seven games. Fucking crybaby fuckwad losers. <laughs> Go ahead, Grixon, you stupid fuck. Draft another skill position player in the first round while your O-line and D-line are absolute jokes. I love it. The Patriots are going to sign Jim Brown and have him run for 300 yards on the Colts. I think he's still alive. If not, just weekend at Bernie's that shit. Hey, Jim Brown is still alive. Yes. He could probably. He actually, honestly, probably could run for 300 yards. He, he retired young. He was probably the greatest running back. On the Colts, yes, probably. I'm just sad that we don't have a weekend at Bernie situation Mm -hmm. on our hands. (laughs) Last thing I'll say about the Colts is, for fuck's sake, someone needs to put out a PSA to their fans. Stop tucking your goddamn jerseys into your jeans, you inbred fucks. And close your mouths, too, while we're at it. Jesus. On On the topic of inbred fucks, I guess chanting, we want Brady, wasn't the best plan, was it, Buffalo? You beat a team who just lost to the Jets and Ryan Fitzpatrick at home and had the ball sack to think, what, you're a big kid now? 
Your mom gave you a fucking pep talk, so you walked up to the school bully and tried to stick up for yourself? <laughs> Big mistake. They surprised the bully with one punch and scored early, then proceeded to get mollywopped all over the schoolyard and hung from their underpants on the flagpole. Next up, the Jaguars. Guess I can mow my lawn after halftime when it's 45 to 3. <laughs> It was, it it was, was 20 to 3, <laughs> but they did wind up winning 51 to 17. 23 to 3. Jags. It was the Jags. It was the Jags. It was the Jags. It was a tune up game. You called it, John. Good job. Johnny's Rambling Corners. Corner. Both Indy and Baltimore used formations where an offensive lineman was an eligible receiver. Hypocrites, much? Quarterback wins losses after their defense gives up 24 plus points. Career. Of the QBs I listed, Wilson, 2 and 9, Luck, 11 and 15, Rogers, 16 and 26, Ryan, 16 and 38, Ravensburger, 16 and 31, Breeze, 30 and 73, Peyton, 45 and 63, Tom Brady, 40 and 42. It's way better than all the other guys. That is way better than what a 20-year-old is. FanDuel and DraftKings need to go away. I'm so <laughs> sick of those goddamn commercials. They were fun. They are everywhere. Even Victor sees them. He doesn't even watch sports. <laughs> they're, literally, they're on Reddit. They're on TV. They're I was on. watching the league, and they actually oh, yeah. talked about it in the damn show. Wow. With the commercial. That's wow. Awful. I was ugh, I'm sick of those. Okay, it was worse. <sighs> Every time I see a commercial for them, I want to puke. It is fun. I'm just starting to see it. Yeah, I'm done with them. Last. Yeah, I definitely knew the down distance during that flag football playoff game, Reese. I always know. Good work. Stop being such an honest Abe, Aris. We don't <laughs> cut your hands off here for lying. Relax. Y'all are invited to partake in a game soon in my man cave, probably in a couple of weeks. But Vic needs to come. Later, boys. John. <laughs> yeah, so um, he's having a... Uh, yeah, I get together in the near future. I'll let you guys know when that is going to be. Yeah. None of the listeners are invited, so I can't say it on the air. No. Sorry, maybe. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't want like 10,000 people showing maybe up because we do get 10,000 listens per episode. That's a lie. That's mm-hmm. a total lie. <laughs> We'd be super sponsored by that. That's true. By FanDuel. I'm working on it. We would have sold yeah. out so yeah. hard by now. Victor, I mean, true. I'm sorry. Carl Bird, FanDuel, and DraftKings. We need them to be sponsors on our show. They're sponsors on the freaking giant bombcast. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Any thoughts on that email before I proceed to um, the second part of that email? Just talking about the football. Tariko is the Monday Night Football. Yeah, it is your Sunday night. Monday night. Monday, Monday night. night football. Yeah. And then uh, Ron Grigson is the Billy Bean to the Colts. So he's like he's five general manager. Yeah, yeah, gets all their players. And he's an idiot. If they make a book, game, book a movie about him, it's gonna be. He's also a supreme ass kisser. Yes, he's a cupcakey little bitch. Right. In the most supreme form. But that's all I got. Uh, I agree with. Everybody. I am really looking forward to that game in Week Six. I hope that the Patriots are currently game planning for the Colts. Because hey, don't look past the Sweden. Cowboys don't are... look past Sweden. I still have faith in my Cowboys. They started really well, but even Carl yeah. knows that's gonna be a the... fucking savage game when we go into. The oh, I'm not gonna say all that. I'm still gonna have faith in my Cowboys. I'm still gonna root for my Cowboys. Any given Sunday, they lost exactly. their starting quarterback and their starting wide receiver. They're starting everyone. Their tight end literally is playing with no knees. 
Yeah, he sprained both his ankles. ankles. <laughs> he sprained both his ankles. I love Jason Witten, though. He's my boy. I always draft him a fan. Nice guy, too. I met him, too. Oh, nice, nice. That's all I got. I hope we go into Indy and break the single-game NFL scoring record. I Which looked it up. It's 72 points. Yep. 72 to... What was it? 42? 41? Yeah. We, yeah. Because my friend... Yeah. Redskins. Redskins Redskins to get over the Giants. Yep. I hope the Patriots dropped 75 on them. Me too. I hope we are up 40 in the fourth quarter, dropping 50-yard bombs. <laughs> to who? Aaron Dobson. 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 <laughs> I hope Aaron Dobson Next scores. Email. I hope Aaron Dobson scores four touchdowns <laughs> because that would totally be a Jonas Grace oh, situation. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> and it would be the funniest thing ever. You would high five me, Carl, if that happened. You'd be like, "Fuck the Colts, those snitching bitches." Right. Snitches get stitches, Carl. Right. They need true. to get stitches. <laughs> that is rule number one, Carl Bird. You should know that. Come on, just go. <laughs> Can we get on with the game? <laughs> uh, so, John Grace, part two. Since you didn't have a show last week, I need to update my email from my phone. Awesome. I guess I was a little too prophetic, eh? Luck and the Colts looked worse. Almost lost to the Titans. And people are acting like everything is fine now because they won? Please. Baby shit soft. And I should know because I've literally been covered in baby shit. The Jags were just as bad as I thought they'd be. Bring on the bye. Why are people shocked that Forsett sucks balls? I'm shocked. I'm in fantasy. It's the worst. <laughs> oh, look. An older running back who never started before last season is bad? No way. CJ Anderson looks like a fat, slow mess. Back on the pain and hype train, stop looking at the stats and watch the games. The Bears literally got on a plane, punted nine times, and got back on the plane. <laughs> Gross. Okay, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Who the fuck names their kid Crockett? The Raiders offense is for real. Oh, that was like a legit point. <laughs> Matt Jones fumbled into the end zone last Thursday. Was the most red skinny in play I've ever seen. I started, that is so awesome. I started him and could only laugh. Shout out to Will Blackman. He's on the Redskins now. <laughs> oh, I saw that actually. I was like, oh, is this Carl's boy? Huh. Fuck the Redskins. I like the Redskins. My buddy's a Redskins fan. I watch all their games. I... They're division rivals, but I support Will. <laughs> and that's it. I got you. Julio looks pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, he does look pretty good. Not yeah. as good as Antonio Brown, but he looks pretty good. Last, I think it's only fair that you mention my recent flag football performances, performances since we shit all over me last time. Love, John. Yeah, John's been pretty legit this season. He caught a bomb. Oh, really? You were there. I missed last. Oh, oh, that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I missed last game. I thought he caught another ball. Yeah, so John's getting covered by a really slow man, and he kept saying, I'm open. And then Eris was like, John's open, John's open. I totally yelled it from John. the sidelines. And then he didn't see him, and the next time he got went long, he's like, I just want one. And then Eris is like, John's open again. So he bombs it, and then John, and as soon as he caught it, he was like, wow, I caught it. And then he had to run. <laughs> yep. Don't worry, Vic. Next week, I think it's going to be football part two. Yeah. <laughs> Bird missed it. It's only fair. <laughs> We'll get you for the Super Bowl episode, don't worry. So, uh, some quality emails there, John. Yeah. Where's, where's, where's your boy? Where, where is Furman? Yeah, he, uh, he, he slacked. He slacked that, that was time. like a weekly feature. Yeah. Yeah, right? I was looking forward to it, Furman. He can burn me game if he up, wants. Bro. He can definitely burn me. He can leave Victor, leave Victor out of this. Leave Victor out of this. Burn me. It was like a good thing. 
Victor hate. I expected yeah. it every week. <laughs> Firmly, it's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, all the movies that we posted, we're gonna get a link up there, right, Vic? Mm-hmm. And um, looking forward to a lot of them. Um, might get some trailers on there too because I haven't seen them all, but I'm definitely gonna go back and watch. Uh, where can people find us, Vic? They can find us on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. iTunes, mm-hmm. and on Twitter at Codex Prime Cast, Facebook. Yep. And they can email us at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Also, find us at Codex Prime Podcast on Instagram, too. Yeah. I'm going to leave that out. I'm going to say that's hey, new. Carl that is, that is You should have asked Carl. Actually. That is the new social media. He is I always media ask, I know he is. I get that. But I always ask And then I was going to lead into the Instagram because that's the new one that people need to be checking out because we need more peeps. We also need to record that video. Yeah, we got to re-record it. Yeah. 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 And also yeah. get on YouTube. Yeah. Give us some trucking reviews, you people. Yes. Yeah, let's go. Please leave us some five star reviews. Five on star. ITunes. If it's four, we're deleting it. So make it five. Straight up. Reviews. Tell your friends. Uh, yeah. If there's any movies you guys uh, were interested in seeing that we may have left out, you want us to talk about, send us some emails. Uh, we'll we read them all, unless you're really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we'll uh, catch you all on the flip side later, nerds. Peace out, everybody. Later. Till next time.